the tra- I think he's in the trailer where he's in it, so maybe it's fun. I don't know. Is Cillian um, Murphy in it? Is that the yeah the, yeah he he's oh, like a Kermit Cillian or something that they, they find like something like that. Did you so, say so, Kermit? So the, uh, Hermit. Yeah, I, oh. said, I said Kermit. I don't know why I said Kermit. <laughs> Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Cillian Murphy. Hi, oh, Cillian oh, Murphy goes <laughs> singing about rainbows. <laughs> why are there so many? Welcome to the Cold Boat Podcast. This is Jake, and I'm here with my cold bros. What's up, guys? Hey. Two weeks in a row? We are on a fun fire right now. We're on fire! Jeez. F-I-Y-A. Fire. fire. I was like, what are you spelling? <laughs> this girl is on fire. Um, fire, fire. <laughs> Ella chica es un fuego. <laughs> um, we're back. We're going to finish up our Cold Bow Awards for 2020. And if we're lucky, we might release this one. What? If we're lucky, <laughs> you're going to hear it. <laughs> if uh, if not, see you in two years on Patreon or something. <laughs> we were, wait for <laughs> our unreleased. Did we really? We released part two last. Uh, did we? we did. Yeah. No. Okay. No, the games one we did. The games one. But that was like, that was of season one, wasn't it? Two Whatever. Ago, I don't know. Like we lost, season, we lost season, it in the fire. The we're, cloud fire. We're, we're season four. We've moved we lo- on. Uh, we've moved fire on. sale. We lost it in the fire. Okay. <laughs> that girl on, on fire she ran through the class yeah. <laughs> total electrical fire it was Burned his mother it was it was an electrical fire <laughs> was there a fire in the disco uh, what there was fire a, in the taco there. bell <laughs> I don't know what's going on <laughs> it's a little late right now <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of oh it's a uh, uh, guy that only had one cup of water <laughs> All right, cool. Um, we're gonna kind uh, th- th- these uh, these episodes tend to go a little long, so we're gonna forego what we've been up to, and we're gonna get straight Since into last it. episode. Not much. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're gonna I watched a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Just a TikTok in a week. Uh, I watched, yeah, yeah, right. From across the room. Um, so let's jump right in. Our first category that we're going to do is the best cast reunion over Zoom. Oh, this is an, so many of these. This is an extremely 2020. Yeah, thank you, category. Josh Gad. Seriously, thank you, Josh Gad. But uh, yeah, it's the first time anyone's ever said that. The, the, the best Mormon missionary ever. <laughs> I believe. Wait, what? He, he was Josh Gad was Book in Mormon. the Book of Mormon musical. He was one of the original cast. Yeah. Is that how he got famous? Yeah. No, no, he didn't. He got famous. He was. He's been in a lot of. He's stuff. been in a lot of stuff. He was, dude. He's been in a lot. Anyway. First time um, I heard of him. But so uh I'll start it off with Josh Gad's reuniting the Lord of the Rings cast. Um this was inevitable that I was going to pick Lord of the Rings for mm-hmm. this for this one. Is it also inevitable that Scott's gonna vote for it? <laughs> and it's also inevitable that Scott's gonna vote for it. Hey, um, let's just, I may have a trick up my sleeve. <laughs> let's just call it, you know, how it is, you know, yep. spade to spade. <laughs> <laughs> let's have a vote. Does Jake and Scott ever disagree? <laughs> we disagreed yes. on polar pups at Glades. <laughs> 
See, I, and I, I liked it. Did you? Yeah, did you like it? Well, I'm just, okay, well it's it's about expectations. They're I'm not glad bad. You warned me. They're, they're not bad because I was expectations. I was talking to Troy in the car, and I was like, I didn't mean to offend anybody, but like, if you're gonna pull a carrot out of a tempura style dish and put a hot dog in it, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, it was good. Even Sorry. coming up to it. Because I, I love hot, I love corn dogs, and my favorite part is the corn. Mm-hmm. Anyway. The cornbread. We're way off topic right now. No, yeah, we're, we're talking gonna... about Josh Gad. Food's very fitting. That's true. <laughs> ah, that was a fat, was a fat hey, joke. fat jokes. Um, getting back to the cast reunion. How'd that happen? Uh, <laughs> Lord of the Rings. He brought back the cast of Lord of the Rings. And when he started, like, naming off the cast members... And then they started show popping up on the Zoom feed, and then he just kept naming cast members, and they kept showing up, and then he kept naming cast members, and they kept showing up to the point where you were like, he even brought back Howard Shore, the yeah. the guy the 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 guy who composed the score, arguably the, the best character, uh, arguably the best the character, the light motifs. Yeah. He like <laughs> it was it it's was awesome, it. and then they did the. They did the table reads or they did the line readings where they kind of read through the stuff and they had the jokes where uh, uh, Ian McKellen was like, they were like, oh, it's Gandalf. And he goes, yes, that Gandalf is what they used to call me. Gandalf the gay <laughs> and stuff like that. It was super clever and funny. And, and uh, all of us Lord of the Rings nerds got to really nerd out about that type mm-hmm. of stuff. And um, which by the way, the Ian McKellen, Patrick Stewart bromance is might be one of my favorite oh, things absolutely. on the planet. Absolutely. It was so great. Um, was, did they break up? <laughs> I said is. I said was, I think, I don't know, but whatever. You know, he misspoke. Was. Give him it, a break. It is what it was. I will. Um, it is what it is. <laughs> it was what it is. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> no, it um, isn't. But it was. But, but it was. Oh, was it? Um, <laughs> this is so stupid. Let the man finish. We are late. It is late. And we are punch drunk. Um, we are late. And we're, it is we're six drunk. minutes I, in. And Jake I am. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I, I I will be okay. No, you won't. <laughs> I I wasn't. Won't. That's will not with a sky comma. With a sky comma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those contractors. Oh, those those contract contract. Contra- con- yeah. Anyway, um, I was just about to say like. There was moments where they were reading their lines where like I it was like bringing tears to my eyes like it was a great it was a great cast reunion it was so cool to see them all together again uh John Rhys Davies is an absolute treasure to this world mm-hmm. and he should never die and if he ever does it's going to be all, super sad um will they give him like a dwarven funeral I r- okay. truly hope so like they um what is it they push him down a river and like shoot an arrow in it like- <laughs> started on fire mm-hmm. right uh it was just it was it was it was a joy to behold. And uh so Lord of the Rings is my pick for the the best cast re- reunion via Zoom. It's a good pick. Popcorn Troy. 
Okay. Mine was such a, such a, like you said, a total 2020, like we will probably never have this topic ever. Yeah, ever. Again. Yeah. Right. Um, cause even like at the end, cross of, your fingers. Even, I know. Right. Even at the end <laughs> of 2020, they, <laughs> Knock they, on wood. they still did a fresh Prince reunion, but it was in person. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this was totally, anyway, uh, I picked back to the future. <laughs> I loved that one. Yeah, that one was a good one. And and I'm gonna I be didn't honest. Watch this one. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't watch a lot of these ones, but uh, you know, of course, I wanted to watch the ones I wanted to watch, um, like Goonies, like Back to the Future. Uh, I didn't watch Lord of the Rings. Um, Goonies but, was great too. Yeah, but uh, that may or may not be on this list. But I picked Back to the Future because <clears throat> I wanted to watch that one. Back to the Future is a great one, a great a great movie. And this uh, this um, reunion, I couldn't think of the word, was also. Really, really I haven't good. seen it. Does it have like Biff and uh-huh. and uh, the mom? Does it have mm-hmm. uh, it has the mom? What's his name? Crispin Glover. Uh, he's oh. he's kind of crazy. He's yeah, that one. I know there's a little bit of a George drama. I know there's a little bit. Of, actually, it's kind of funny about the the story behind Back to the Future and Crispin Glover because he quit. Well, after he, the first... well, that was the thing is that he didn't he didn't come back, but they still used his likeness and he sued and he sued and, and he, he won. won. <laughs> and what that did is it created this this whole thing in Hollywood that if you use another actor's uh, likeness. likeness then you have to like they, you have to pay them royalties, whatever. Because anyway, so it was this whole big Which thing. Which is but, he's right. Yeah, he is absolutely right. But but anyway, that's beside the point. But Crispin Glover He's also a nut job. He's <clears> also <throat> a nut job, and and I know that he left that production on bad terms. So I, hmm. I've heard a, a podcast interview with him, and like he's he's got some pretty crazy ideas, but mm-hmm. he's like like he he is selective about his brand like he cares yeah. about the message of the movie which is weird for someone who is on um a friday the 13th movie that everyone forgets and nobody cares about <laughs> for, like jason friday the 13th yeah really he was on he was in one of the ones in the 80s and just one of the really really bad ones but uh mm-hmm. anyway one of the, i think it was jason goes to mars i, I think it was the one that uh, Corey, uh Corey feldman was was in as well anyway but uh off topic. Um, Kristen, I picked Crispin Glover and Corey Feldman. That's quite a movie. Yeah, it wasn't, but um, <laughs> it is anyway. It isn't. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> um, it will not. <laughs> it willn't. <laughs> oh, guys, your contractions are terrible. <laughs> um. Anyway, I won't. I won't go any further on that. Back to future. Boom. It was good though. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed. It. I loved it. I, I, it I mean, it. honestly, like I did. I haven't seen it. It was. It's been months, and and uh, like I re- I watched a few of these back when like when he did them like what March or April. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I just kind of stopped caring. Honestly, like, but I mean, some of them were fun. So yeah, pop- this is more of just a fun category. Anyway. Popcorn, Chris. Oh, you tricked me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I chose the. <laughs> it is so late, you guys. My God, I chose. It's not that late. It's ten thirty. It's late. It's my. Okay. I chose. <laughs> I chose community table read, uh, not done by Josh Gad, but mm. it was just a table read of an episode that they did for charity. I think like in. May, June, July, around that time. Um, anyway, so they just did like a long lost episode, uh, like like the final episode 
Um, I don't know if it was ever planned to be on TV, but it was funnier than some of the episodes that they have done. I showed it to these two. Oh, we were over the, the, the we were over his house on on New Year's Eve, <clears throat> and we watched that episode. It, I died. It's it was hilarious. So funny. It was like uh, Pierce's or Chevy Chase's character, Pierce Hawthorne, died, and his last will and testament was read by Pedro Pascal, like right after Mandalorian fame and hype. So he was like, it was huge having him there. And he was, uh, he would ask them the questions and then the Dean pl- played a woman. I think her name was Mara too. Funny enough. She, she was like, that's a lie. He's telling the truth. Um, so they asked the questions and then, I mean, I can't, I can't go into specifics without retelling the whole episode, but it was just, he leaves the, them things and challenges and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. The, the real, the revelations that come out from it, they're pretty funny. It's funny. Yeah. And all of them, their chemistry that mm-hmm. they have together is unreal. It's unbelievable yeah. the chemistry that that that. And they crew. they never read the script before too, and they they like they know their characters so well. They knew how their characters would say it. Oh my gosh, it was so. Pedro good. was in there, and <laughs> he got to the part where Pierce gave them like gifts from his will, bequeathing the Bequ- gifts. He's bequeathments, <laughs> and there was a line in there. And he like couldn't say it. It was like this is the first time I'm seeing it. And Pierce left a cryo uh, nitrogen frozen jar of super viral semen. (laughs) (laughs) Hyper viral semen. (laughs) It was a mouthful. Oh, gross! (laughs) (laughs) But 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 for reals, like the the way he had to describe it was a mouthful in the script. Yeah, and uh, he just couldn't say it, and it was. It was hilarious. But he kept like he died. Okay, he just okay. did, <laughs> and then he, just and he would just lo- start laughing. <laughs> oh, man. Really, I don't know how you guys so do good. this, but it, yeah, it was cool seeing like childish Gambino there with like Dave Franco's wife. That's all she's known for now, right? Yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah. I did. It was it was hilarious. It was like one of the funniest things I've seen all year long. It was great. And was community is, was my, your, uh, what, what brought you out of darkness days? Community was that for me like that. That might be one of my favorite shows ever. And I didn't watch it until this year. You watch what we do in the shadows. I'll watch community. I, I already made you watch community. You made me watch an episode. I, you, he watched the D and D. I know uh, that was, that was dude, a great that episode. Was in blackface. Yeah. That D&D, <laughs> he was that a dark D&D elf. episode was, it was great. So good. It was great. He was a uh, dark elf. And then you, Jeff is like, shouldn't you be an armor? He's, I'm a nerd. I'm an elf, not a nerd. <laughs> you watch, watch what we do. Have you seen the movie? What are you doing? The yeah. show? Okay. You watch that. I'll watch community deal. Deal. Nice. Okay. Oh, it's my Scott. turn. <laughs> Scott's the last Why one. Is- <clears throat> so mine was Goonies for a long time, but I've changed it today to Ghostbusters. Oh, the Ghostbusters. Dude, one was it was. It was. It's here. so fun to to like them talking about all the um, all the improv stuff that happened on set. That um, was because Rick Dan Aykroyd. Did, uh, no, Rick Moranis was not there. Um, he's healing from a head wound. <laughs> Ricky got busted in the chops. <laughs> I still can't believe he got beat the hell out of him. I can't believe that. I, I can't believe how mad I was, and then Bill Burr made me not mad. <laughs> Immediately, it had, yes. had to happen. It had to happen. <laughs> the, like he's right. It had to happen. Who the hell? New York is back. Who the hell sucker punches Rick Moranis? Like what anybody. in the actual New York hell? is back, dude. Yep. Seriously, what the hell? But um, yeah, it, it was is really funny, and they got they got all most everyone there except for Moranis. 
Well, um, and, and Harold Ramis. And oh, Ramis. Egon was a R.I.P. R.I.P. If, they, if he would have showed up in ghost form, I would have been appalled. <laughs> but then, like, that's a little on the nose. I, I think Harold would have liked that. <laughs> so Sigourney Weaver and Sigourney Bill Weaver is there. Yeah. It, it was funny. A little anecdote from it was uh, she she was they they asked her about um, auditioning because she was one of the ones that had to audition. Um, Even after like aliens. And yeah. And uh, and apparently. Um, yeah, because they had somebody else pick, but she was like. I can't remember who it was like too. It was too evil. It like, wasn't like it wasn't on the nose enough or something like that. I don't know. I, right. I remember. I reading like that. But, but all, all, all she's she like could, great in everything. Oh yeah. All she's she great. could remember was, um, was that she had to act like a dog because she had that. She was a dog. And then the, um, <clears throat> the director, he was like, you remember that was your idea in, in the, um, in the, um, the, when she was auditioning, she's like, cause that, that she had read that scene and she's like, I think I should be a dog in that scene. We, we should make me a dog. And she act like a dog. And, <laughs> and so I, I just kind of imagine that it'd be kind of funny that that, that that was her idea in the, in the audition and they put it in the movie. So yeah, kind of funny. that, that movie too was like, like a perfect storm of just crap. The thrown together, they just yeah. threw stuff at the wall. And yeah, was, and you hear stories like they were Bill writing Murray, the script the day before. Yeah, and, and Bill Murray was not happy about the 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 set. It, it wasn't an easy film to film, mm-hmm. and he brings that up. He, they obviously have fond memories of it now, but mm-hmm. he, he didn't have a great time on set. And they were like they were still waiting for Eddie Murphy to confirm that he was going to be in the movie right. halfway through filming, and he's like, "Nope, he's not." Yep. To everyone that's like, they can't believe they kept the black guy off the cover. Like they didn't even know if they were going to get the black guy. Yeah. So they had to recast him. And they were like way behind schedule. There's a Netflix documentary about it. So movies yep. that made us. Yeah, movies that made us was great. Dude, oh yeah, that's great. Anyway. Um, anyway, that's that's mine. I, I'm I'm sad that you changed it because I was going to vote for Goonies. <laughs> Goonies was good. Um, community table read. Community community table read. Community table read. That yeah, one made me you laugh. The and it's also because you know I just Josh Gad is. Eh. <laughs> I know <laughs> he, he, he bugs me so much. <laughs> at the same time, at the same time, you gotta you gotta. But he's give, so wholesome. What? Because because I agree, he is, he does bug. But is it because he's so wholesome? But you gotta. You also got to. Know. You also have to give him I credit. Like him. I, I don't understand any hate. I I, I really don't hate him. I but you got really have to give him credit I, for for bringing together. Don't can't stand him for bringing together all of these these <laughs> really these really really don't like celebrities you. and all of these casts like i was shocked when they brought um in the goonies one they brought uh richard donner who's like 90 and yeah. and then i think they even because steven spielberg produced i think he even made an appearance yeah i think and so then, too and then like yeah. but they had the entire cast like like josh brolin gets on and he's you know I think was they he made out? some Thanos jokes. Um, I know, right? <laughs> and then and he, he, like he was a, sitting Corey, on the toilet. Corey Feldman they and tied, like, Sean, one of those Sean Astin. And like them. even the girl, like obviously, anyway, the girls made an appearance and like it was just kind of crazy to see like them like growing up. Anyway. Wait, who picked the Goonies one? I, 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 did, had I had it on it. Oh, no one did, Troy. I know. I'm just saying that one, that one, I, I would, my pick would have been Goonies, but you chose it. So I picked that. Sorry. <sighs> I'm surprised you didn't pick the Superman reunion. Next topic. Okay. Next up. <laughs> Next one is best celeb podcast slash project that started this year because a lot of celebrities were out of work and start and made their own projects. Those poor babies. Poor celebrities. <laughs> poor celebrities. They, they need to get their faces on screen in front of people. If they don't, then just as badly disappear. as I need my voice heard by you, listener. Listen to me. 
I don't know why I did that. Okay. Because you're, <laughs> you're the key master. Yes. Of Zool or whatever. <laughs> All right. You went who last. Went, who went last? Okay, so it's my turn. Or you can popcorn. I'll just go. I don't know. <laughs> um, my, mine, I chose Schultz Saves America, which is Andrew Schultz, a comedian who really exploded in 2020 because he he's was really on top of podcasting and uh, social media stuff. He started this year with doing these Instagram videos where he is like really hard hitting social commentary that was like hit both sides just as hard, like without any, um, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Um, without any regard for anything, he was in its hilarious stuff. Is that really how he got started? Like an Instagram? That's how this format got started. Oh, okay, okay. Um, this format, it, he, he said that he, he wanted for a long time. He said he wanted to <laughs> like um, <a> TED talk. <laughs> he wanted to um, make a better John Oliver, is what he he says. Is that's it, a it good is. goal? Because John Oliver's shite. <laughs> he said he wanted to make a more like hit both sides John Oliver type show that's actually funny. Um, I mean, to be fair, like the show is funny. Right. But it's like so. It's like reminds me of like Adam Conover, where I'm like, you're lying. Yeah, it, it's like you're it's leaving just, out truths. Yeah, exactly. When, when you're that biased, <clears throat> but um, he tries to be as unbiased as possible, and it is hilarious. Like his, like go watch all of his um, Instagram um, videos in this format, um, and then and then go to uh, go to Netflix and watch Schultz Saves America. It, it's um, like it's labeled under a, a comedy special, mm -hmm. but it's a it's a four part fifteen fifteen minute episodes. So it's like an hour thing, and it's like literally like every sentence is a joke, and and you can watch it, it like four times quick. And, and, I watched and it with there, there's like there's the joke there's the verbal joke, and then there's the joke of the pictures <clears throat> by his head that are going by just as fast, and they're their own joke as well. So you can watch it multiple times and get multiple jokes out of the same. It, it's really, really good. And he is hilarious. It is really fantastic. It, it, it's, it's pretty raunchy, though. Like, he doesn't hold that <laughs> That's true. There's lots of language. We don't yeah. mind raunchy on There's this also, podcast. like, I mean, there's dark jokes. Very dark jokes. But it's like... Like, 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 like he, he makes you laugh at stuff he wouldn't normally laugh he, at. He talks about... Like he goes in hard on like Jeff uh, Epstein Island and all this stuff. He's also uh, he explains things. He's he's eloquent. He explains things very well. Yes, he does. And he explains how people think. He's mm -hmm. also very much not politically correct. <clears throat> no, he, Espe he, especially um, racially. <laughs> he goes. He will go in on anyone, anyone, woman, minority. It doesn't matter. He will go in on anyone um, if they deserve it. Like he's he yeah, and he he's garnered so much respect in almost every community, mm -hmm. like uh, racial community that that he he can do it, and he comes from. You can tell he's coming from a place that he uh, that it's just for the joke, and it's for and he he doesn't single anybody out. Anyway, he's none of it is hate filled. Yeah, exactly. Popcorn. Pop oh yeah, popcorn. Um, Chris. Yay! Because. I finally have one. <laughs> is it? Never mind. What is it? I don't know what that is. I thought you guys did that. Somebody did. What? Whatever that says. I didn't do that. <laughs> but on uh, our list, it's like Martian. Mm -hmm. yeah, it, it's someone's <laughs> password, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this one is is kind of out of the blue because I, I really couldn't think of anything here. Like I've said three or four times. 
this year made me hate celebrities. <laughs> and right? Any podcast or like anything that I consumed, I had already been listening to it before this before this past year. But what uh, something that I unabashedly like, despite people thinking it's cool not to like these guys for some reason, uh, is the Impractical Jokers. <laughs> and they made a movie and it came out like in February of 2020 and it's really, really funny. Yeah. I've not, I've yeah. not heard of this. I yeah. love impractical jokes. Oh yeah. They, in fact, I'm sorry, go ahead. well, I was going to say going back on this whole, like following celebrities thing and the whole, like how celebrities are pen. I don't follow celebrities. I just watch <clears throat> movies. I really like, I really don't care much to follow celebrities on their social media or whatever. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was thinking about the celebrities I actually do follow and like really, truly follow. And it's Joe Gatto's, uh, in the TikTok, like that's the only one really? I actually like. Oh, hey, Joe Cotter, and he's and like he's hilarious, a genuinely nice dude. Oh, like, so he's good, like adopting puppies left and right, and he's like a yeah. good father. Um, that's like cheating though, ad- adopting puppies to be nice. That's that's like that's like when a, you're writing a script for a movie. That's like oh, how you, yeah. that's how you can. Tell that's like an Ellen DeGeneres script. move, you know. <laughs> <laughs> was he da- was he dancing done. while he did it? <laughs> the second they're done with that Instagram, he just drowned. <laughs> <laughs> Bring in the next one. <laughs> anyway, the Impractical Jokers made a movie like in February of last year, um, and Corona was around the time that it got released. And was it like a Jackass-style v- movie? A little bit, yeah, and that's kind of like, <clears throat> people like to say they're like the new, the new Jackass, but it's like, they're insanely popular, and it's cool to like hate on them. They're like, like oh, that show, it's so dumb, but <clears throat> every time it's on, I watch it, and I watch reruns. Who watches reruns anymore? Whenever that show is on, I just consume it, and I watch it with my kids. And I'll tell you who watches reruns on Netflix <laughs> last year. One billion hours of The Office were watched on Netflix last year. I, I heard I about that. Even crazy. The Office. That's crazy. I still have no. Yeah, I texted Scott the other funny. day that, that The Office isn't funny, and he sent me like a whole long text, which is actually kind of funny about that because can you can have you, you seen that meme it was yeah. like all i said was the office wasn't funny I, I, have, I have a segue can you popcorn to me um so the impractical joke <laughs> they just remind me of me like four schlubs who just like like hanging out with each other they tease each other a lot so it like it's weirdly wholesome even though some of their jokes are a little over the top um but the movie was like they were able to kind of cut loose a little bit it was like the simpsons movie like PG thirteen, <laughs> right? So, so they were able to to do their some of their more funny stuff. You have two f words in a non sexual manner. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh. We should we should recast Fingers. Impractical Jokers with the Cold Bow Podcast. Yeah, here's an idea. There you go. I call Q. I, I, I'm Q. I, I'm going to say Chris is Q. Thank you. Please. <laughs> you're Sal. No, you're Joe. <laughs> you're Joe. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, you have to be Joe. I, why am I Joe? Because he hates puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Troy Troy is Joe because he's losing his hair. He's Captain Fat Belly. No, and so the, would you he's be Captain Fat Belly? <laughs> so, so does that so does that mean that Scott's uh Mur? Scott's yeah, definitely Scott's, Scott's definitely okay. Murray. Right, he's right. the skinniest out of all of us. That was the quickest Cold Bow cast episode we've ever done. <laughs> all right. But yeah, I, I unabashedly like those guys. So they're fantastic. Oh, I love I love Impractical Jokers. It's, yeah, popcorn. It's getting Troy. <laughs> um, you were talking about the Office, and uh, my celebrity <clears throat> project was uh, some good news with John Krasinski, who played Jim from the Office. Did he? Jimothy. Jimothy. Tuna. Um, Big mm-hmm. tuna. Um, Dude, I. 
I watched when he first started doing that. Yeah. I watched every one of them. Well, and it's so it, I it, saw all three, all three of them. <laughs> so, so here's the thing: is like some good news. John Krasinski basically did what I think Gal Gadot was trying to do without the pandering. Yeah, without that, like Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot was doing the imagine to try to make people feel good, and he's <sighs> like, hey, and he did something, and even the logo was designed by his kids. Everything was just, and it was just like. This is what's up. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Because Gal Gadot, with her thing, like she came fr- came to it with like she had good, good, intentions. good intentions. Some good news was part of the quarantining that I miss. And he's like, remember yeah. the better times? When yeah, we were quarantining. Some good news was on Tiger yeah. King. That's true, dude. dude. And so when you say the dark times of quarantine, when I first, when we first went into quarantine, I lived in this. I worked in my basement and which was a bad idea. Um, I worked in my basement and I like, that means that I spent all day in my basement and I never saw the sky basically. And I got, I I got to the point where I was super depressed and I was having some really hard and some good news. I would go on my walk. I would go like during my breaks at work, I would go on a walk around the neighborhood that I was living in. It's like the only sunshine that I would see, and but then I would wa- I would have my phone out and I would watch some good news while I was doing that, and it was like what some of the like bright spots in my, I mean, I didn't my, my quarantine was not really as bad as as most people, but it wasn't as bad as Madonna's, of course not. As oh bad my as goodness! Madonna's. But anyway, some she good took news. A bath. When you talk about uh, <laughs> just one, when you I talk haven't. about that. Uh, <laughs> She, she was not. Uh, when you talk about uh, having bright spots in a in a dark time in your in quarantine, some good news was that for me. Couldn't take a bath because you couldn't dry yourself off with no toilet paper. So with no toilet paper, <laughs> you couldn't take a bath because Jeez, just shut up, let it let it ride, just let it go. Just, okay, yeah. some good news with John Krasinski. That was my let it Krasinski. That was my uh, that's my pick. For I, I had that on mine for a long time, but um. I took it off because did he, he sold like, it. Did he like sell he, out? Well, he, he like it. legitimately sell out. But but then he just he I mean, just okay. he just uploaded a new one with with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Okay, here's the thing: so if I, if I you know. created a show on YouTube with your like that with your kids and you just did something that was fun that was enjoyable and it took off and somebody's like, hey, here's a couple million dollars. I mean, but but if I stop it but if i was john krasinski and i already had a couple million dollars and i was married to emily blunt i don't know if i, I would i would still do it i i understand what you're saying but um i think he went into it just made me think oh crap <clears throat> it just came to it just like all came to my head like yeah he he did this i think with the intent of selling it and so so it, so I think so. I don't because he knew. Know. Like, how could you not know it was going to go viral? He was bringing on a like the office is like the well, biggest. Did you watch show. the first? Did you watch the first episode? Okay, though? but like, I mean, they didn't have any of those people on that first. What was didn't, the, didn't saw, he have uh, Rain Wilson? Man, I, well, what was the one and, where they started singing? Because that's when I that's when I pieced. I so seen okay, so here's then. my question, and I don't know, but did Josh Gad sell his? I don't know. I, I think he's still. He's been doing it within like a month. Yeah, he's, he's been. Had. He's been doing them. He's Sell been doing a lot of who them. though. Like, who? like I don't know. Like, like it was like I, CBS that bought it from John. Yeah, and they never like did that. anything. They just, they just bought like they it. Were, they wanted to put it on their streaming service or something. And I think <clears throat> I honestly maybe they're filming it, like a season the, and right now. The way I, Maybe, the way cool. I'm looking at it, the 
I, my honest opinion is I think he did. He was like, Oh, I can do something. I'm at home. I mean, yeah. we're not doing it. It was, I can do something. And it was always supposed to be temporary. And he was like, I can get my like, kids involved. I know Rain Wilson. I know these guys from the office. I can bring someone on that might be able to get it some traction online. And then it really blew up. And then he was like, going, this is not. I think he kind of just was like, this is not something that was ever supposed to be yeah, something big. It, it, it was always supposed to be just a project I did with my kids. Then, yeah. And then when they offered him money, he was like, yeah, I mean, sure. Fine. Whatever. Right. Yeah. I'm sure he, he thought like, if you can take this and, and make it better and make it bigger than me, then I can still have my hand in it. And but, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. That's true. I don't know that where that came true, from. True but, underdog story. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think Jake, right? Popcorn, yep. popcorn Jake. So no my, um, my pick is a podcast called Nate Land. And this is, uh, it's another... Uh, comedian podcast. There's a comedian with a podcast. Yeah. That, the, okay. Shut the, front, Dude, the, shut the front the door. Clearly obvious joke. And that's what I was I think, jumping into right now. I had to was, say it first. <laughs> I think more comedians should do podcasts. Uh, what I'm saying is a comedian, a comedian podcast is literally a dime a dozen. You either, you either are, uh, uh, we should do a hidden camera prank show. <laughs> I'll have you, beards. You are either a, a comedian who brings other people on and interviews them, a la Joe Rogan or uh, like Mark Marin, those guys, or you're a comedian that sits around and bullshits for the whole time, like Theo Vaughn or Chris D'Elia before, you know, the... Is he, is he not having it anymore? I mean, he just doesn't do it anymore. What did you just say? Diddling kids? He, Is that what he did? No, he was grooming young women to. Like he, he was combing their hair. Oh my! Yeah, that's what Dude. that's what grooming means. <laughs> he, was, uh, he was picking lice out of their hair. You know, let's just move on. Eating it like a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do you know what we should do? We should be a podcast with a comedian. Instead one of us of has to be the funny one. Podcast? Um, none of us is a funny not me. one. So not me. <laughs> we, need a, we need a pretty one. We need a fat one. Okay, now it's Jake being cut off. <laughs> Last episode was Chris. <laughs> this is your year, buddy. This is season four. It's your turn. It it, it is what it was. <laughs> I had the I had this whole. <laughs> I had this whole thing prepared about comedian podcast. I had this whole thing set up, and I was gonna do it, and we just stomped on. And, that, and, that is that is what we do. We we have things prepared in this sorry. podcast, and the rest of us just done. Chris, Chris where <laughs> you people? I laugh so hard that I like split my sides, like a side splitting laughter. <sighs> Nate Bargatze is a comedian and he has a podcast that he started and I love Nate Bargatze and if you like the, the only reason you should listen to a comedian's podcast is if you like that comedian you want more content from him and I love Nate Bargatze and so he finally started his podcast because of 2020 happening and he's like yeah let's start a podcast <clears throat> he has two people uh, there are other two local comedians <clears throat> from Nashville that he does that are smaller comedians and he does he does it with them. And uh, just it's a different format. 
That's that's what I like about it is that it's a di- it's not like him sitting around bullshitting, and it's also not uh, him interviewing people. It's these three guys. They pick a topic that they're going to talk about. One of the t- one of the three guys does a ton of research on the topic and then they just kind of riff off the research that they get. So the guy spouts off on the research and then they riff on it. That sounds like us minus one. Uh, Nate is he, is he, is great. He's, he's a clean comic. Is he a he's clean, a clean the, comic? And he's the, hilarious. And the, uh, the <clears throat> podcast is clean oh, nice. as well. So, and it's interesting. He's a, such a clean comic, but his best friend in comedy is Big J Okerson, who might be one of the dirtiest comics out there. <laughs> is he on the podcast? Um, no, he has not been on the podcast. Because it's a family friendly podcast, or is it but like he's he's saying that he was saying that he's he wants to bring him on. But um, anyway, it it's it's just a different format for a comedian podcast, which is super refreshing because. You, like I said, there's two types of comedian podcasts and he's not, he doesn't fall into either one of those. And, and like Chris said, he is absolutely hilarious. His, his dry sense of humor, uh, and his Southern charm. It's like his delivery too. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys seen a stand up on Netflix? Yeah. Tennessee kid. He, the it's one that, so funny. like he talked about like, <laughs> He had to get horse. He had to get prescription pills for his dog or something, or was it his kid? I don't remember the context exactly, but he had to like go and get the prescription medicine for somebody and his wife was asleep and he went out there to go get it. And he's like, I I don't, I think we're out of it. And she's like, no, I put it in the older prescription bottle that was for the dog. And he's like, oh, you're right. I'm sorry that I didn't just know that. You're right. This is my fault. I apologize. I'll let you go back to sleep. And he came back and he's like, hey, I know I should know this already, but this says that it's expired. So is it expired or is it not? But uh, he actually was like one or two levels below where I was. He was just like drier. So I don't know. It's just something about the way that you would argue with your spouse. Uh-huh. Dude, that's his, exactly something his that joke, I would do. He told a joke about the way his wife talks. And like we're 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 flying to this place, and I said, "When are you gonna leave? When is your pl- when is your flight leave or something like that?" And she goes, "Well, we're gonna leave in twelve thirty. And he goes, "Sweetheart, it is." He's talking to her on the phone. He's like, "It's you're leaving at twelve thirty. It's eleven fifty. If the airport." was in the driveway you wouldn't make it <laughs> and she's like oh no the airplane doesn't leave till 2 30 we're leaving here at 12 30 and he goes why would you tell me when you're leaving the house <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. can you instead can you just tell me what time you went to sleep last night <laughs> he was just talking about how the way they talk and he goes and i mean when we got to Florida, we didn't talk much in Florida. I can tell you that much right now. But anyway, he was, he was, he's so f- fantastic. He takes like arguments you have with your spouse and makes like a hilarious bit out of it. Oh, dude. and it's, it's his delivery though. It's like his dry. Yeah, he's, he's a good comedian. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like him a lot. He's one yep. of my faves right now. Anyway, Nate. So Nate land is his podcast and it's a completely different style of, of comedian podcast. So I was that. And because I like Nate Bargatze, that's the thing is like, 
If you don't like the comedian, don't listen to their podcast because all it's going to be is just more of their content. But anyway. All right. Um, let's see. Chris had... Uh, Impractical Jokers. Impractical Jokers. I had Nate Land. Scott had... Schultz saves America. Schultz saves America, and Troy had some good news. Some good news. I vote for some good news. I'm going to vote for some good news as well because you know I was going to vote for Schultz saves America. I was going to vote for Impractical Jokers. All right, some good news, a winner. All right, by the way, guys, we are two categories in in 40 minutes. So <laughs> no, we spent way more time on that than I ever thought we were going to. <laughs> so we're going to like fly by these next What's, ones. All right. Uh, this is next one is famous person who was canceled <coughs> in favorite 2020. Famous person. That favorite. Was favorite. I'll go first famous person. because I don't have much to say. Um, favorite famous person or persons I guess persons. that was canceled. Yeah. Mine was CD Project Red. And when I, I picked that category um, before they released Cyberpunk, and I didn't really get why they were getting picked on. All, all they ever did was like make quality content and put it out. And it, it seemed like people wanted a reason to, to hate on them. Um, nitpicking like every little decision that they made. A, a lot of people don't understand... Um, What's like like a spoof, like a parody satire? Mm-hmm. Satire. People were mad about an ad in a game, but the ad in the game was made by a corrupt company that would have done exploitative ads. So, if you were mad, then that's the exact reaction that they wanted. That was the point. It's just the character I was playing. That I guess. Yeah. But like, but that was the point. Is like, like, like the corporations are evil. And they're exploitative. Like hating a, it's like hating an actor f- for because they're they played the character too too well. They, they mm-hmm. play a really good villain, and so mm-hmm. you hate them. Yeah. Um. So people were like just chopping at the bit to like find a reason to like hate this company. Right. Since then, they've released their game, and it's been a broken mess. <laughs> um. To me, I, like I bought the game. We actually, our last, uh, our Patreon exclusive, we just recorded while the game was was downloading. I like it. I haven't really had any huge problems. Like, there's some funny glitches where, like, like a gun will disappear, like, in a cutscene. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a few long loading screens, but nothing, like, egregious. Nothing, like, like, Grand Theft Auto waiting for the whole city to load type of thing. Yeah. Like, it's not that bad. <laughs> People are like, it's unplayable. It's definitely playable people like people that complain about frame rates and like the thing about this one k it's on like i just don't the 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 difference between this and other glitchy games is usually when a game comes out with glitches it's like you see someone on youtube and it's like everyone's seen the same video of a glitch this one literally everyone has the same glitches but like Like it's so widespread like skyrim had glitches and people are like oh it's part of the charm and I'm like, is it like, like I got stuck in doors a lot. And and I think they, they kind of brought it on themselves a bit just because of how long it was in production and how they, mm-hmm. they drew out the whole year. Like they kept yeah drawing it out. Anyway. So, I mean, but like to defend it is also insincere of me too, because like I just got Tomb Raider for free on PlayStation plus and that game is polished and it looks better than cyberpunk does on my playstation that game tomb raider rise of tomb raider or whatever shadow of the tomb raider came out like three years ago mm-hmm. like i just on a whim bought call of duty infinite warfare it came out like in 2016 that game is gorgeous 
it came out like four or five years ago. So there's really no good reason why it shouldn't be working. It's a huge game. And once it once you're in there, you can drive around in the car. You can get out, walk into a building, get back in your car, drive, change the radio station. It's, It's all seamless. Like. Like there's loading, but it's like hidden behind like an elevator or like you get a phone call and it slows down. So it like slows down the game so you can load some things. So it's all pretty seamless. But like in the year 2020, the year of our savior, there's really no reason why, (laughs) why it shouldn't be working. So I've kind of like I don't I haven't necessarily withdrawn mine. I don't I don't think they deserve to be canceled for their initial reasons. But I think that they kind of lied that they put out something that they probably shouldn't have. And so you're saying it's a little more, I try to probably try to please investors and like, I mean, there's like however many million PlayStation four that are sold. And remember the category isn't whether you think they deserve, it's your favorite person that was canceled <coughs> right. or persons. So, so there, I, I explained more than I intended to. So that's, I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Popcorn, uh, popcorn to Troy. Um, I picked, I picked JK Rowling. Um, I, I get I don't that, want to touch that with 10 foot pole. I know. I get that. What she said was, uh, was egregious. I get it. But I mean, I, I'm not it, touching that. It, it's this, it's this whole thing that you say something, you say something egregious and your whole career is worthless. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I know obviously the Harry Potter books are still, but but everyone is seeing all her characters and all of her stories through the lens of what she said. She has been 10 years later activist for so many people. I know. Like, well, I mean, even, even she even said like, Hey, yeah, Dumbledore is gay. Like, and everybody was like, Oh my goodness, that's so weird. And it was like, and then it was just like, she was an advocate for, you know, for that. I read a, I read a tweet that said, I think I read a tweet that said, I think it's about time that we uh, that we put Harry Potter to bed. We don't need Harry Potter in our lives anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, mm. J.K. Rowling doesn't. We, we 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 can move on now as a society. And I was like, okay. I was like, yeah, you can go screw yourself. Yeah, I love Harry you Potter. Have, you have here. Harry Potter that is is generated like this this following that is you know compare it to i mean obviously it's not maybe to the same scale but compared to star wars and lord of the rings and, and you know what i mean like, it, like to some people it is it yeah, is yeah, but, yeah. And, I mean, and meanwhile she's wiping her tears with billion dollar bills right yeah. so so i mean and she's like, like heavily involved in like that video game they're making in the movie yeah so like like you can pre- so i don't support her but if you're gonna go to yeah. that land you're yeah gonna buy the game if you're gonna like watch like the movies you are like that's the thing she <clears throat> She said something egregious. She said something bad. I get it. And and if you don't like her, I get it. But this whole concept of canceling someone because because of something they have said that you yeah, don't if agree, you can't that you don't se- agree with or that you don't like, like, like to an extent, just, you have to be able to separate the art from the artist. Yeah. And anyway, so I just yeah the the topic was favorite person or persons who had been canceled in 2020, and J.K. Rowling was was that for me. I'm going to say something here, and it, it might be taken controversial, might not. But I was I was on the subreddit and somebody had just gotten fired um, at this company. And the subreddit said, speaking of people who are problematic employees and they posted um, a link of a podcast of theirs and the episode of their podcast, they were being critical of Barack Obama wanting to extend the war. Right. That That's all they were talking about. They didn't say anything racial. They didn't say anything 
whatever. All they did is criticize a choice that Barack Obama made, and they all said that they voted for him. And the person, which had a lot of traction, was saying this person needs to be fired from their job for a political opinion of theirs. And I think that's when I, my soul died a little bit mm-hmm. in 2020. Yeah. So if a person has a political opinion that you disagree with, that does not mean that they should be fired from their jobs. Yeah. And if you well, think that you're part of the problem, there's a, yeah. that, that's a problem. Anyway, um, <clears throat> JK Rowling. Included. Sorry. Uh, popcorn. Jake. I don't like her, but I'll stick up for her. Yeah. Right. Popcorn me. Yeah. Okay. Mine is Sebastian Stan. Do you have you guys heard the story about why Sebastian Stan's being canceled? Uh, I might know it, but so he has he has a lady that may or may not be his girlfriend. They there's never been a confirmation that he's dating this woman, but there is a post that uh, on Instagram that's not even her Instagram, but she is dressed up in a geisha outfit, and I'm already like cringing. <laughs> And this person got on and started tweeting out saying, uh, this is Sebastian Stan's girlfriend dressed up in a geisha outfit. This is not okay. This needs to stop. This person, she needs to be called out and called to the carpet and they need to know that it's, that it's wrong. And then Sebastian Stan responded by blocking this person. Mm-hmm. And then this person said, I stood next to you for years and now you're going to block me because your girlfriend did something wrong. And then it was, and then it kind of blew up and stood then next to her huh? stood next. To, yeah. Stood next to you. I, I watched your house. I watched your movies, <laughs> you jerk. And then, then, and they said, they said, Sebastian Stan needs to, needs to understand that he, that said it took him five, they, they said, the tweets said it took him five days after the death of George Floyd for him to say anything about black, black lives matter. Um, it, that is way too long for him to, to, to have waited to say something. Come on. Um, come on. His girlfriend said, his girlfriend did this and his, and bubble, and it was all this different stuff. And then it it was uh, Sebastian Stan is over party is the hashtag hashtag Sebastian Stan is over party. Oh my god! And um, I I I read that story and my eyes rolled all the way back in the head and then back around so that I was you looking back. Like it was, I, I was just like, this is why. That's the people Twitter should be banning. Mm-hmm. I mean, Donald Trump, say what you will, but that person is the type of person Twitter should be banning because that is unreal that they're trying to. They're making assumptions on your character from you not speaking and then saying that you're not speaking. Saying that this girl who pr- might not even be your girlfriend, this girl who you are acquainted with, your, who is an acquaintance to you. Did something that offended you, not that is offensive, but that offended you, uh, and then said, and then said, because you took five days to respond to say something about Black Lives Matter and this girl, and you're refusing to tell, say that this woman is is wrong. Now you have to lose your job, and you should never work in films again. Like. Uh, 
it drove me up the wall. It made it made me sick to my stomach. And Sebastian Stan's amazing. He's one of my favorite actors. So that's my. Like, he like me. He's like the least offensive Avenger. Like I don't yeah. think he's ever done anything to piss anybody right. off. Mm-mm. He's he like so. he avoids all that, and then they're like, "Look, he's avoiding us. Kill him." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Looks it, like guy's breathing. It's get him. <laughs> I'm trying to go to church. I guess going to church. Get him. <laughs> it's the worst. It, so anyway, Sebastian stands my pick. Scott. He's got a gun. So my pick was another Avenger. This one actually was going to be mine. And then you said it. And I was like, oh, I bet. And then I was like, oh, well, Sebastian stand work. So this one is Chris, an Avenger. Which Chris? Chris Pratt. He, uh. This one pisses me off. I know. <laughs> so. <clears throat> During the election, there was uh, a bunch of the Avengers got together to do a, uh, a um, Joe Biden rally thing with with some of the people from the Avengers movies. And there were, there were two notable absences, Chris Pratt and um, and Robert Downey Jr. Didn't, mm-hmm. weren't weren't going to be there and didn't show up. But they focused in on Chris Pratt for not being there. And assumed that he's a MAGA guy, that mm-hmm. he's a Trump supporter. Because he's Christian and... Because, because and then, yeah, and he, and people started bringing up that moderate, he's, he's super Christian. Yeah. And, um, and <clears throat> I guess, I guess the, ch- the church he goes to has been anti-LGBT or something, but, but there's been people fighting, saying that, no, they're not. They're actually really pro-LGBT. Anyway... So so he's getting he's literally getting canceled because he didn't go to a party. Well, it's from like literally nothing that he's done and I mean nothing because like people took his nothing yes and made it much like, much it like the Seb- opposite. Much like Sebastian Stan. Mm-hmm. And so and, and, and it all kind of started where someone had tweeted saying posted like Chris uh Chris all the Chris's that are like Chris Pine, Chris Pat, Chris Hemsworth, and Chris Evans, and said, "All right, one of them has to go." And someone, and just as a joke, I think that was like a meme on Twitter for a while. And someone said, uh, "Chris Pratt because he's MAGA or something," and then it just exploded. Mm-hmm. Jeez, that one—it sucks. They, they, but but he's done a good too. job. He's just completely ignored it, mm-hmm. and it's gone. And two weeks, two weeks go by, and it's gone. You know, yeah, it's. So silly. I know that's that's all you need to do is just not yeah, say anything. Just hold, honestly, hold that for two weeks. I honestly didn't know. It's that like a Chris it's Pratt like a bad haircut. Canceled. I almost picked Jimmy Fallon because uh, only because I remember it because Jimmy Fallon reacted to it. Even Chris Chris Rock was like, "This is ridiculous. Like, knock it off." You know, um, that's what happened with Chris Pratt. Is like Robert Downey Jr. and like even Chris Evans came to defend him. Yeah, and they're like, guys, he's actually a really nice person. He like he's yeah. a good guy. He's a good dad. He's a good friend. And then they were like. Where were you when Brie Larson was getting attacked? Huh? <laughs> Where were you defending yeah. your fellow Avengers? And I was like, if you read between the lines, it probably means that she's an awful person. Yeah. And exactly. nobody likes being around her. This Robert Downey Jr. story, this this actually <clears throat> reminds me of the story from uh, from Due Date when he and Galifianakis got in a fight because, <clears throat> because Robert Downey Jr. defended mel gibson mm-hmm. anyway it's just this whole like thing that's like i don't like you so uh <clears throat> so you, you you know you have to you, you have to like idea. and not like all the same like, things I, that i, I just, like and not i just like. don't understand like he didn't show up to a party so he got canceled it's just like i didn't even know i didn't even know it happened because he because he was quiet he didn't you yeah. know but like he put on instagram like he kind of alludes to stuff it's i think it's funny yeah like is. when he was people were mad at him because star lord punched thanos and everyone died and everyone yeah. blamed him yeah he was like uh months later he was uh at 
not ad prom- promoting Jurassic World. And then he was like, hey, guys, here's this. And he's like, oh, and look, I did the voice for Star-Lord in a Lego Lego game. Um, I heard you guys were kind of mad at him, though. So he's a downloadable character. You can buy him if you want. <laughs> so he just, I so don't know. He, he takes it all in stride. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's, that's always been his, I think, his best characteristic is that he's he's just so easygoing. Like, he, he's ride. awesome. He's a likable guy. Okay, let's vote. Vote. Let's see. So we have I'm, CD Project Red, CD Project Chris Red, Pratt, Chris Pratt, Sebastian Stan, J.K. Rowling. I think I'm going to go with Sebastian Stan. I'm going to go with Chris Pratt. Me too. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm going to go with Chris Pratt as well. Yeah, that was... If I could vote for my own, I would have as well. <laughs> that was ridiculous. I, haven't, I, I never heard about the Sebastian Stan one. Me neither. I don't agree with happening. what's happening to J.K. Rowling. It, it seems like very aggressive. Like, I feel like she pushed the wave this way and then it just like... Well, it, it, the J.K. Rowling back. thing is a perfect example of but I, I those people eat their own. The Twitter mob yeah. eats their own. Because she was part of the mob. Yeah, she was okay. part of the mob. Let's she was trying to fight the mob. Let's also <laughs> <laughs> let's also talk about like the topic says our favorite celebrities who were canceled. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean like whether they deserved it or Ex- not. Exactly. Right. So like you could say Kevin Spacey, <clears throat> he deserved to be canceled. Right. Mm-hmm. He he was a very likable guy before yeah. you knew what he had done. Right. Right. Not defending him, not defending his actions. He was a very likable guy. He was a very good actor. You liked seeing him and what he was doing and, and everything. And then you realized he was a despicable human being. So like it's it's that kind of aspect. So, I mean, yeah. Har- Harvey Weinstein is a good looking guy. <laughs> I'll let you I'll let, I'll let you die on that. <laughs> Just Dude, I, I said once I was talking to somebody and they were like, here's footage of Harvey Weinstein going to jail. And he just looked like a mess. Dude, you know? He so like he had like a broken ankle. He was like limping. He was crying. And I was like, God, I feel bad for that guy. And they were like, what? Like, how could you feel bad for that guy? How could you feel bad for that person? He and jerked like, off on plants. I was like, I'm not justifying anything he did, but like this I'm dude was a compassion. King. This dude was a king in LA, and now look at him. Like he's getting what he deserves. I can still show remorse. Yeah, for the guy, you can like, sh- yeah. the pity is a thing. Yeah, and I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, dude, like the guy's in pain. He hurts. Like, I don't wish that on anybody. Like, I but the stuff that he did to people, I definitely don't wish that on anybody. Yeah, you know, but I don't want to see the guy like tortured or anything. Like, they, it's almost like the news showed it to, so you could point and laugh at him. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, let's move on. The next one <clears throat> is. Is this, oh yeah, the all important, the all important, very um, prestigious, pre- prestigious, prestigious. Um, thing you started this year that you're way late on and should have started years ago. Hmm. Award, award, <laughs> all with hyphens. <laughs> I'm gonna have a really hard time not getting on my Troy soapbox here and going on and on and I on know, and me on too. about. I'll, 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 oh no, we're an hour in, you guys. I think Chris, you go first this time. Oh, was I last? No, was Jake it? was last. No, was I can last? go first. It doesn't matter. I don't care. You were last, Scott. Um, <laughs> was I? Yeah. I'm gonna have to try really, really, really hard not to get on that Troy soapbox. Shut up. Because I'm actually quite passionate about this one, and I picked Community because for some reason I had never watched the show before. I think I've seen the pilot. Your sister might have shown me the pilot. Yeah, probably. And she I was loved like, that show. I was like, yes. yeah, it's funny. You know, I was sure it's funny, but. I just never watched it. Like I, I never really watched TV, 
And now I have this immense guilt that I didn't support this brilliant show <laughs> when it was out. When it needed you most. Like Dan Harmon writes it. And I can see the parallels of this and Rick and Morty. Like some of the jokes are the same. Some of the like the, the tones like they have they'll have a Western and then they'll have a heist <laughs> episode right. and then they'll have like a superhero team up. And the the talent that has come from this show since like. Childish Gambino, like the Russo brothers who went on to make the best Avenger movies, Dan Harmon who went on to do everything, everything, um, Allison Brie, Allison Brie who is just like the this bubbly joy, and Danny Joel Trudy. McHale who is like from the Talk Soup, and I, I remember thinking like they got the Talk Soup guy in this, and he's so great, like he's just incredible. Danny, um, Danny Pudi. Mm-hmm. Dan, yeah, who's like the best character in the show. Mm-hmm. And they just like struck gold with this like cast of chemistry and humor. And the the jokes are hilarious. And I, I remember. Ken I would, Jong, man. Yes. And I actually like him. Yeah. Like I didn't. I can't. I couldn't stand him in like anything else he was in. Um, Dude, Chevy Chase got his huge, big break on that show. I know, huh? <laughs> But it, it's actually interesting, too, because like you hear about the show, like there's a lot of drama behind the scenes, apparently, because Chevy Chase was like impossible to work with. And he was a jerk. I've never heard of this. And I was like, dude, you were doing like Nickelodeon movies like Snow Day because no one would hire you. And then you got another huge break on the show. And he was I don't know. But then, but then I hear stories about how he was like just like almost lovely to his fans. Like there was a guy on set and he's like. He's like, oh, my my brother's a huge fan of yours. And he's like, give me your phone. Let me call him. And then he spent an hour talking to this guy's brother on the phone. So, like, maybe he's as passionate about his work and to his coworkers, but he treats his fans really well. Hmm. Like, I don't know. I, I've absorbed a lot of, of community knowledge <laughs> since then. <laughs> uh, You've become a community stan? Definitely. I've definitely become a stan. I would love a movie. I want more. I actually haven't finished it because I keep rewatching episodes. I've heard the later seasons get weirder and weirder. Yeah, apparently there's like a gas leak and like they fired Dan Harmon and then they brought him back. Oh, yeah. So it was like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. tell there's they a They also dip in changed quality. networks multiple times. They get canceled and brought back. They went to they... Yahoo, the Yahoo streaming service. What? Yeah. That last season actually oh, yeah. Was, yeah. was on I, the I Yahoo remember streaming that. service that lasted all of about Apparently there's a bunch of lost episodes. And this weird, weird stuff. So, but yeah, like this came out around the same time as like Office and Thirty Rock, right? And so, so they, they don't uphold that, like yeah. as far as sitcoms go. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> in my opinion, like I find the jokes of this more funny than either of those shows. Um, but I, I don't know. I just feel like every single character there's something to love, and I, like the dean is like my favorite character, and he's hardly in it. Dean Spreck. But whenever he shows up, I'm like, I love that Dean, dude. He's so funny. (laughs) He's great. There's there's an episode where they're trying to figure out what to do on the weekend and Britta can't find anything to do. And Abed and Troy are going to make a pillow fort. And they're like, Britta, want to come with us on our blanket pillow fort? And she's like, oh, and it turns huge. Yeah, it turns huge. But Britta's like, like, who in their right mind would want to spend their time underneath a blanket with a bunch of men in their pajamas? And the dean walks in right then. He's, hello! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And speaking of John Oliver, he's in it, too, right? Mm-hmm. I think he's only in the first two seasons. Like, I haven't really seen him in a while. Yeah, and he looks goofy and he has the worst teeth. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I absolutely adore the show and the characters. And 
I'm way late on it. Like there's people I, I talk about this show with people and they're like, yeah, I know. I saw it like 10 years ago. <laughs> like, where were you? And I, I remember I, I'd get on like Rotten Tomatoes or something and I would see this episode of Community gets a 10 out of a 10, A plus, 100 out of 100. And I was so skeptical. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Community. I'm sure. And I, I just, I don't know. I feel guilty. I missed it. <laughs> I missed my chance to like, you know, like the water cooler talk. Yeah. I, I didn't have that with the show and it yeah. bums me out. But now it's on Netflix. So other people are having it. So, yeah, there you go. That's my pick. Nice. Popcorn? Popcorn, Scott. Okay, mine's not a TV show. I'll make mine quick. It's um, a movie called Fargo. I, I haven't seen it. Um, oh, I thought you meant the, the show movie, again. The movie or the that. show? What'd you say? The movie. Oh. I didn't watch the show. Oh. I will because I really love the movie. Okay. But um, the show, uh, I haven't watched. Yeah. She's, she's an incredible actress. Yeah, Troy's in it. Um, <laughs> Francis McDormand. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, it's just so it he wasn't. Was, he was. It, it was. It, it was kind of funny because it was exactly what I was expecting, but it wasn't what I was expecting at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was. Coen it was brothers, really man. Coen brothers. Yeah, their dialogue. Because you can, you you know what a Coen brothers movie is can can a, like have a feel and and be like. And I knew it was in cold Dakotas, South North. I can't remember. Um. And it's in uh, Minnesota. Isn't yeah, it? and some of it is in like they go Fargo, North Dakota, I think. Well, Fargo, but they go to Milwaukee. They, yeah, but they go to they, they, yeah, because like Bemidji is where yeah, the anyway. show is. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's really good movie. It's it's hilarious and kind of heartbreaking dark. and dark yeah. and all at the same time. The show is really good. Yeah, I've heard the show is like, really good. Show, like Freeman honestly, is so good. Uh, honestly, I I almost put that one. Martin Freeman is I almost put Fargo cuz I thought you were talking about the TV, the TV mm-hmm. show. But yeah, you should you should get on that right away. Yeah. Martin Freeman is great. Well, I should get on Billy a million Bob Thornton things. is like so unlikable to me and he just really like capitalizes on his <laughs> unlikability in this show. Oh, you know what's great about the Fargo TV show is the random just sudden appearances of always sunny characters. Oh really? Yeah, like yeah, like Dennis, it's not FX. Yeah, cuz so Dennis they, Dennis plays the guy in season 2 oh. and like I didn't even know it was him. He plays like a guy like, who tans way. <laughs> and he I didn't like even, fixes pools. I didn't even know it was him until like until <laughs> I already think that's yeah. funny. And then uh <laughs> And then Mac plays a cop in LA and he tries to hit on it. Anyway, it's, it's funny. He's just like, it's a total Mac thing. So there's, there's just these random appearances from always sunny people. It's awesome. That is funny. Cool. That's it. That's uh, popcorn. Troy. All right. So I can't go last. Why? (laughs) We're going to go over. Oh yeah. Whatever. Uh, we've already committed. So I'm going to pick uh, what we do in the shadows again. Um, and and they've only, they've only done, it's not necessarily that I was way behind on it, but it, I was behind on it, right? Like they, it came out, the movie came out like back in 2015 or something like that. And then, uh, and then the show started, I think in 2018. Anyway, um, the thing about the show is it's just so, it's just so funny, but it's also has these just sneaky, like celebrity appearances. And I kind of just like looked up some, a few, I mentioned Mark Hamill before, but like, obviously that I mentioned also that they had, um, it's weird how they got Mark Hamill because he worked on Mandalorian, like Taika Waititi. Well, they had Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement yeah. uh, make an appearance as well. But then I was just like, well, they're producing the show. They had Wesley Snipes on a Zoom call. <laughs> they had Wesley Snipes. They From had, jail? <laughs> uh, He's out of jail now. They had, they had Tilda Swinton. 
um, who I believe played a vampire as well. <laughs> they had, get this, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they had Brie Larson as an energy vampire. <laughs> did she, did she play the herself? Uh, yeah, yeah, she played herself. Because they went to did like. Did you have the, a YouTube channel and everything? Um, they had, um, oh, what was his, what was, what was oh his name? Uh, Bautista. Uh, that Dave, Dave Bautista, Bautista played a played a vampire who was wrongfully imprisoned from one of these other guys' actions. <laughs> I mean, it's great. Like uh, Topher Grace <laughs> oh. plays. Uh, anyway, there's just all these just these random just like just celebrity appearances that are just hilarious. And I mean, and the show is great too. Like you think about like what would what would a vampire do? They don't. They're not really trying to be like. They're not trying to take over the city or whatever. But they've been in the city for decades or hundreds of you know whatever they've been around for hundreds they go of years. to high school obviously but like but like nandor one of the one of the vampires he like right and has shiny skin <laughs> yeah um and anyway sorry i was gonna make a really inappropriate joke but anyway <laughs> so uh nandor one of the one of the vampires he's basically probably one of the closest to actually like dracula or whatever anyway he like loves the 1993 dream team or 1992 dream team so he has like an old throwback like j- like original dream team michael jordan shirt jersey that he just wears around <laughs> it's just like and i mean it's That's guys, awesome it's, and and uh I'll, I'll yeah uh what we do in the shadows i couldn't recommend it enough it's so funny and it's great uh, like it just it's kind of sneaky like how not a lot of people. Taika Waititi has such an interesting like career tra- trajectory. I know, like he does. Fly I know. Concords to Thor and Avenger movies, right? Like Mandalorian, like, right? Yeah, like, and yeah, he's just like uh, he was just like genuinely funny dude mm-hmm. who like got noticed. Yeah, and and, and what I mean that t- talk about like a gamble to mm-hmm. do Thor Ragnarok right? like, in that way in yeah. that manner because I, I mean I think that's the most rewatchable oh Marvel for a, movie I think it's also it's also so uh, the Thor series was by far the worst series right and, that and, and he was the most likable character like liked like mm-hmm. people love Thor people love and, and Thor that, but his Thor, movies were taking everyone were was like Thor Ragnarok Thor redeemed, funny like we like, don't need another funny character turns out I needed a funny yeah. Thor Oh. I needed it oh, badly. No, I started I started rewatching the the Marvel movies and I I watched the first Thor. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, it just this it just takes itself way too seriously. I mean, obviously, like, like Thor, yeah, but like obviously Thor like makes some jokes like another, you know, like the coffee and all, yeah, like, yeah. and like he's just being himself. He's being serious, but like it's just it, there's just such a different mentality in in Ragnarok. Anyway, it, sorry. Yep. What good, we do in the shadows? Uh, popcorn, uh, Jake. Jake. Okay, let's go back <laughs> to the Stop. end. Let's go back to the end of 2019 when episode nine of Star Wars was coming out. <laughs> and I decided I was going to watch all the Star Wars movies in chronological order. So I did. And I had so many people for, that I went to college with tell me, are you going to watch the TV shows as well? And I was like, no. So I didn't. But then... Come 2020, I was stuck in the house and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to try Clone Wars. So I decided to watch Star Wars Clone Wars, the animated series. And that was the biggest revelation to me. I mean, I'm going to try really, really hard not to just drone on and on and on about this show. Uh, But... Going back to last episode when Scott said that Dave Filoni and um, and John Favreau are the he- the biggest heroes of 2020, Dave Filoni 
Uh, I didn't w- say it. The podcast. The podcast said it. said it. We we all said it. Dave Filoni is the uh, is the mastermind behind the this this Clone Wars show, and because this was pre Disney, at least the first six seasons were pre Disney. Because of that, they were able to take chances and they were able to do some things with this show that Disney would never allow them to do uh, just because it's it, it would be too risky um, for them to do that. Because this show is an animated series and it's it would you, you think automatically when you look at the art direction, you look at all that stuff, you think, oh, this is a kid's show and it could not be farther from a kid's show. Yeah, it, it does not hold my kids' interest. Like, we've, I've tried to watch it with them so many times. Yeah. Same. Also, there are parts of it that are absolutely frightening. There are parts of it that are... Into the, to the Night Sisters and to Darth Maul. Darth Maul stuff. Oh, my god, It is absolutely terrifying. Yeah, Leroy watched a Night Sisters episode with me, and he did not enjoy it. <laughs> there's... Um, then you get into... There's some very, very adult themes in the movie. Um... The, and and Scotty actually just finished the series. Yeah, I and finished it two days ago. Scotty and I have been talking a lot about the, it, the it, series. It, this and, is, this would be my pick if Jake Art didn't pick it. <laughs> um, what what is so impressive about this is that the prequel trilogy is ultimately a it's a tragedy. We know how it ends. We know where it where it ends up, and it's not happy, right? The Clone Wars TV show go it, it goes deeper to show how tragic that tragedy actually is. Because in episode three, when you see the Order sixty six happen, they start killing all the Jedi. Uh, Commander Cody is the clone that that shoots uh, that shoots Obi Wan off the edge of the cliff. Right. Well, when you watch seven seasons of Clone Wars, you see that Commander Cody and Obi Wan Kenobi are best friends. They are with each other constantly. They're always together. They work together. They work very well together and they're good friends. So Commander Cody gets the order 66 and then just without a second thought shoots Obi-Wan Kenobi. Without remorse. Without remorse. Uh, That's some uh, (laughs) foreshadowing. Uh, (laughs) It wasn't. (laughs) uh, And so this show goes into some very personal stories about the clones uh, and not necessarily, even though, even though the main characters are the Jedi, the, the stories that are being told are the stories about the clones and it's some very personal stories about the clones. And this show is so brilliant in the way that it tells these stories and really, really makes you feel for these clones. Yeah. In the, in the Jake and I were talking about in the first episode, Yoda really like, pushes home that they're all individuals. All the clones have their individual skills and and everything. And uh and then it goes on to, to show how some of the Jedi and some and and people treat the clones like droids, which is what which was like counterproductive to why they why they went with clones because clones could think for themselves and droids could droids could well, what, so it, you... it is and but but yeah that was the theme a theme throughout the all seven seasons was how individual each clone was yep. yeah, as good as dave filoni is now too like this is where he like cut his, teeth. his yeah cut his teeth sharpened his spear whatever mm-hmm. allegory you want to make yeah but before this he did like 
Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, like he Nickelodeon stuff. Yeah, well, he's he's amazing. Yeah, he he as a storyteller is absolutely brilliant. well. And then and then like let's and he wears a cool cowboy hat. Let's tie him <laughs> into like a skinnier Fedora. Martin. <laughs> let's tie him into his involvement with with the Mandalorian. Mandalorian, uh, and, and you you look at uh, characters <clears throat> like Ahsoka, and you look at Bo Katan, and you look at um, you know things like the Dark Saber, and uh, like just things that that the the show touched on or, or explored a lot with like Ahsoka and stuff. And you knew that with him involved, those characters were going to get a fair and the accurate respect that they deserve. Repre- respect and accurate representation. <laughs> yes, absolutely. absolutely. Have you seen Clone Wars, Troy? Um, not a whole lot. I, I years ago I started watching it and I didn't. I never finished it, so I really actually. I've tried to watch the movie like, like three. Times I watched the, I watched the movie, the movie is terrible. I, the I can't bad. get through it, and the I'm like, terrible. I've never I, seen I, the I movie. Like, should I watch the movie before I watch the show? And everyone's like, nah, yes, you, absolutely. You, no, I don't know. I didn't. The movie, I didn't, but like, but. Confession time. Confession time. I actually don't know Ahsoka's story arc. Yeah, well, that's fine. That's fine. Because if you haven't seen the show, then you wouldn't know. I've seen enough of the show that I like Ahsoka as Anakin's uh, Padawan. Padawan. And I also like uh, I like Ahsoka. Her personality. She's she's kind of a a, you know she she and Anakin go well together, Mm -hmm. right? And so I appreciated her appearance in the Mandalorian. And I didn't have to know her whole story. Yeah, you just you know she's annoying. You know she becomes beloved, and everyone Mm -hmm. likes her now. Yeah, and and she's yeah she's uh, like Luke. And she was she was also very very talented too. You could tell even in the movie you're like she's talented she's a talented mm-hmm. jedi or um force wielder so because <laughs> she's not a jedi don't call her that <laughs> i it's hard for me to suggest anybody watch the show because it's seven seasons of television and it's television seasons not netflix seasons so it's 23 episodes a yeah. season yeah um are you serious for the yeah. first five seasons for the first five seasons Ruh. But yeah, that's but what they're, I'm saying. But they're 25 minute episodes. They go by quick. They do go by quick. You, I, can, I can get three in. in a have you ever noticed too that sometimes without commercials, you're like, man, these do not flow well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so like I was watching Simpsons. I was like, I need a commercial. Weirdly enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, I can't really. It, it's hard for me to suggest someone watch it because it's seven seasons of a show, and it's really hard to dedicate that much time. But to watch it. me do it. But it was 2020, so I was like, I'm home all day every day anyway i'm just gonna and so i just pounded through them and if if you want something that will give you more star wars lore than anything else you can think of and and you want some very good personal storytelling i can't i cannot suggest clone wars dude for for the lore alone you need to play kotor let's get over how bad the graphics are because it's (laughs) worth it Oh, dude! I'm I've I've got it on Steam, and I've been playing. I have been playing Kotor. Have you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a it, it's it's a drag. Not a not a drag in that it's boring. It's just it's it's slow going. Mm-hmm. It's slow. It takes going. you like ten hours to get a lightsaber. Yeah, you earn it. But uh, but yeah. So anyway, Clone Wars, Dave Filoni. Uh, really, I was super late to it. I came along just in time to see season seven, and it was brilliant it was a revelation so good such a and Dude, like, season, season six and seven oh <laughs> they are heart like they're just the last racing. three episodes of season seven season six combined with the first four episodes of season seven seriously the most emotionally heart, gut punch 
uh, television of that I've seen ever. Like it's so good. Yep. But it also requires <laughs> watching the entire <laughs> series. There, there, there's a, there's that. a lot of. Uh, you have to like wade through some mud a little bit, but yeah. Um, anyway, so that's my that's my pick of of something that I was really late to, but I got to because it was quarantine. All right, okay. Sorry, let's vote. Let's just do the first one first. Uh, Star Wars. Who's voting for Star Wars? Me. Okay. And who's voting for what we do in the shadows? <sighs> Wait, hold on. What was yours? His mine, mine was Fargo. There was Fargo, was community, community, What We Do in the Shadows, Star Wars. I'll vote for What We Do in the Shadows. If I out of those. What um, did you vote for? I voted for Clone Wars. Clone I'm Wars. Who's voting, voting for Fargo? I'm voting for Fargo. Oh <laughs> We're going to have a forward time. <laughs> We're going to have a forward time because <laughs> I love community. I, community. I, I actually, I thought you were talking about the TV show and I was just like talking about like, hey, watch the TV show actually really made me excited. So yeah, Fargo. <laughs> When I saw you put Fargo, I almost... So it's a four-way tie? Four-way tie. It sure is. I won one. <laughs> oh, Chris, we have a four-way won tie. a few. I know, I'm just joking. We need, we need to phone a friend or something. Do we need to... Do we need to... No, we have a four-way tie. We can't vote a loser, so... We could vote a weakest, but... But it's a four-way tie. They're all the same. But, but no, maybe we the all... weakest might not be the same. Yeah. That's what we said before we started. Like, if we have a tie, we have to vote for the weakest. <sighs> Fine. If we want All right, it's gonna get personal. Fargo is the weakest. Um, what we do in the shadows? I was gonna say what we do in the shadows too. Well, it looks like what we do in the shadows. What's uh, your pick for weakest? <sighs> Honestly, I don't know because I can't say I can't say community because I yeah I would say community is the weakest. Yeah. So so that means so Honestly, so you lost you lost the weakest battle so that mean he chooses the you so now troy picks the troy picks so here's my question winner. i voted for fargo does fargo become the winner yeah i if mean that's if what that's choose, what you choose at this moment all right i want to i want to be a, i want a 10 second a I, wanna, I want a 10 second passionate argument from from each of you <laughs> community i mean you just said that mine was the weakest but i don't believe yeah i know you but believe that but i know but like i i i this was, this was part of my argument oh sorry I don't believe that you believe that, sir. I know I've sat next to you and I've watched you revel and and joyously laugh with me on one episode. And this one episode that I show you was a D&D episode, but it perfectly encapsulates every single character in that show, their personalities and how they are throughout the rest of the show. And it only is uphill from there. Like it's it's hilarious and it makes your day better. It's a good argument. That was a good episode. All right. Clone Wars. (laughs) Uh, Clone Wars. I mean, what 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 more can you say? There's Star Wars. It's Star Wars. There's Jedi. There's battles. There's General Grievous fighting in the robot wars. You have multiple battles on uh, alien planets, and you. I mean, that's and that's all just the the the, the fun visual stuff. That nonetheless, the the super emotional deep personal storytelling that you get in Clone Wars. Fargo. So Fargo is good, but Clone Wars has... Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm basing my, my vote off of the show. Yours is actually the movie, right? Is that... Yeah. All right. So, but 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 for reals, <laughs> Clone Wars... <laughs> Disqualified. The, 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 no, you get to see Palpatine for 10 years groom... Uh, Anakin as his apprentice. Wait, 
It's awesome. I thought you were supposed to stick up for Fargo. Like I thought you were. I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He he was gonna pick Clone Wars, but the only reason he didn't is because I did. Fargo's so, really good. So though. really, you two are you two are trying to convince me to vote for Clone Wars. Yeah. I'm gonna vote for Clone Wars because okay. it is a show that I watch. And and you're right. I did see I did see Community, and your argument was very very convincing. But uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I won one. <laughs> All right, you, and you guys need to watch what we do in the shadows. Damn it! I'm Not anymore. Planning on it. <laughs> it got left. <laughs> All right, best musical score from anything. Uh, I'll go first on this one. I don't think I'm going to win this one, to be honest, because um, I know that Chris didn't like this movie. But uh, I'm picking Tenet. No, the score is great. All right, well, I'm picking the score Tenet. Is great in that movie. Um, so according the to Chris, composer has been nominated twice. According to Chris, probably the best uh, composer or probably the best part of the movie was the, the mm-hmm. anyway the score. Anyway, uh, Tenet was great. It, like it's a Christopher Nolan movie. You know that the music is going to be a big part of of uh, the storytelling process. You know that it's going to be a big part of. You know it's going to be Hans Zimmer, and you know it's going to be Hans Zimmer. Not. Oh, that's true. It isn't. That's right. He used the same. It's the same guy that did Mandalorian, and. Um, Black Panther. He used he used this he used this uh, composer before. I think he used him in. Uh, I don't think um, Hans Zimmer did um, Dunkirk. Did he? I think he did. Uh, I think he did. You know, I'm probably wrong. I usually am. So, but I'm picking Tenet. Um, like I said, it's the like the music is a big, huge part of the storytelling Ludwig process. Goranson. So I'm not just Goranson. I'm not just picking Tenet's music because it's good music. It's a good score. I'm picking it because <clears throat> of its use in telling the story, which is so intricate and so intertwined and so downright confusing sometimes. And the, <laughs> the music does music does help. Have you guys seen Tenet? No, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I okay. I uh, adored Tenet. I, I agree with Chris's Chris's Tenet ignored adored <laughs> i i agree with chris's concept like you shouldn't have to watch a movie twice in order to in order to appreciate it but if you're gonna watch tenet watch it twice because the first time is a little i don't confusing. agree with that i mean i i watch movies multiple times right i do it all the time but i saw it in the theaters it was a huge hassle it was expensive mm-hmm. i had to get a babysitter yeah mm-hmm. and then i was like i want to watch it again but i can't right now it's only in theaters so it was like all these questions that I had. I was like, I, the bar of entry is too high right now. And it's been months and I'm like not interested anymore. Yeah. Right. So that's. I could see that. It's it's more. It's that's more of a young man's game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, Tenet. That's my pick. Uh, Popcorn Scott. Okay. Mine is The Mandalorian. More Star Wars. I mean, that. More it is some of the most thing. iconic like if you think about it if you take a step back and think about Star Wars <clears throat> scoring like like writing a score for Star Wars a Star Wars uh, could you imagine having to follow up right right exactly John Williams and and, and he wanted it and, and, like, and I think Star Wars who is arguably the best score of all time the be- this best light motifs of all time the the most iconic mm-hmm. theme yeah. B- because you know w- when you hear the imperial march you know that's you see the it. bad guys not, not according you to cold ball podcast podcast because according to the cold ball podcast tron was the best score of all time <laughs> it was actually everything but superman <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. shut up <laughs> you hit a soft spot yeah. um no it's all good but but no, like like just think about going into that as as this composer, whatever his name is, Lars Ludwig Ludwig, Ludwig Goransson. Yeah, um, 
I mean, and he made it modern and cool, but mm-hmm. still pays homage to the to to John Williams' big symphony. Like it goes yeah. in and out of that. It like even Mando's theme is like unique enough. Yeah, to be its own. The, the recorder it, it, stuff like it still so ties cool. into the Western samurai feel exactly. And it's like that. You know, you almost it almost sounds like. Uh, Oh, what is the movie? The Good, Bad, and the Ugly, mm-hmm. which is exactly what right. he was going for. Right, yep. sure. And like, and then you mentioned the recorder thing. Like, you hear that sound, and it's so unique that that is. But you can you can tell, and it's a recorder. It's, it's the the show, the TV show with two notes. Yeah, just one hundred percent. Like those two notes, you know, it's, it's the like when Netflix oh, starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, every time it's, it's so over, too, me and my boys just like. Done along D- to dude, it. Dude, honestly, so be- between the, the I'm, I'm helping sco- you here. I don't want between to be the score you. and the um, and the Your concept, the concept art. I've never been so excited to, to sit through. The concept the, art is so good. To, to sit through the, the, the credits, tr- the credits, yeah. Yeah, like their little depiction of like Baby Yoda. We yes. had like longer Dobby ears, yeah. and I was like, I want one. So bad. It's funny. Uh, my boss at work, he does this like weekly meeting where um, he always opens it up with a slide of um of baby yoda and he says if you have any problems i'm all ears oh gosh it's really bad and he sips his coffee yeah (laughs) all right um with that i will popcorn to jake okay um mine was not a score it's the soundtrack but the soundtrack to ted lasso um they do they do everything they do everything from like chill hop music to old like grunge music to old school like they have music from Biz Marquee and a tribe called Quest so they do like old school rap music but they also have Nirvana and they have tribe. uh it's, sex it's obviously someone that's that's very into music yeah yeah, yeah and but, our age the Verve yeah. is on there. Um, he's, the, he's like somewhere between a Gen Xer and a millennial. <laughs> uh, but the main, the main, uh, the main guy who does mu- the music for the show is his name is Abaladir, and uh, he does a lot of chill hop type stuff. But uh, I loved the mu- the the soundtrack. I've been listening to it for the past couple weeks. Uh, just the soundtrack, like while I'm at work, I'll have to, I'll have to turn that on. The the soundtrack for for it, it's just so eclectic, and it takes from all different types of genres, and then combines it all. And when you put it on on uh, shuffle, it is. It's funny because I watched the show. I, I've only seen it once, but the 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 soundtrack didn't really stand out to me. Although I'm the type of person that doesn't really. It, the music never stands out. To oh, me. it like it stood out to me immediately. I was like, man, every episode has some of the best music. It, I was super impressed. So that's my pick for uh, best. Mine is best soundtrack, but Chris, best score. Um, so I picked the Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, they did that. They remade that. They remade it. And this, uh, I'm actually kind of passionate about this one because. Final Fantasy VII was, is my favorite game ever made, and the score of it is very iconic. Wait, it is or it was? Yes. Okay. So the score of it is, is super iconic, right? And they <laughs> can't let that one die. Just gotta. I mean, so the game came out in '97, and you can tell even then it was like some dude on a keyboard. 
um, just making like repetitive sounds type of deal, like limited technology and whatnot. I don't really know. 16 bit music. Yeah. Like I didn't make games then, so I don't know what they could do, but it, it was still like good enough for you to appreciate then. So, but, but it, again, it is iconic. So it was a huge ordeal to record it again. And now they have what this modern day technology, they have live orchestras that you can just record and plug 7,000 bit, 7,000 bit, <laughs> 7,000 people. So I guess I was going to play, no one else played any music. So I'm the only one's going to do cheater. Um, Dude, you're going to get us taken down. Copyright striked. You think we will? I don't know. <laughs> yes. All right. Mm. Listen to this. Isn't this tenant? <laughs> Close. Dude, so I could totally see myself just like hacking down bad guys with my big sword you, you, you do oh yeah but this mm-hmm. so this song right here is a combination of two of the older songs from the first game oh really and so they took the battle theme and they took the regular theme and this game does something amazing where like you know like if you're in an open world rpg yeah and all of a sudden you start fighting like whatever music's in the background just stops it will like hard cut to like battle music yeah, yeah this one this game transitions so like there's like a transitional period where it goes from background music to the battle and then it blends the two and like legit i was sitting there just listening to it and staring like i was blown away by how how they pulled it off like hmm. this game has so much attention to detail and just so much attention attention to what they took what was there before and they lovingly recreated like everything like nostalgia is the only thing I feel when I play it and the music uh, the music's just so good and like they actually have a bunch of original songs too and you're in a you're in a coliseum you're fighting people you're in you're in a waiting room and while you're in the waiting room they just have this music this jam playing in the background and when I was playing this game like clear back in April I would turn on this song, push pause, and just clean my house. And just, I, I don't know, like, I have like 500 hours in this game right now because I just listen to this song over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And, over. <laughs> and you don't want to buy the soundtrack? I can't. Or can't like, figure out how? <laughs> it's like $70 on Amazon for like oh. an actual copy. What? Yeah, dude. Dude, and, and I have been kind of goofing on it a bit, but um, I have... Like my brother-in-law is super into video games, and this this one in particular, and he's very into music. Mm-hmm. You know, Eric, he's been on the yeah. podcast, um, and he he can like hear three three notes of any video game music and know exactly where the level you're in. But uh, he lo- like this one is a big deal to him too, and so yeah, it is it is a big deal to a lot of people. Yeah, it it was. I, I can't believe they pulled it off. Like <clears throat> there had to have been a team just like blending sounds and listening to the old score. I, I would show you guys the original, but I don't want to play too many, but it's just amazing to hear the original, like eight, 16 bit, just like keyboard sound. And then with what they got from it. Yeah. So like, like all of the, like the video game awards, they're like, 
the the only thing that could win was this game. It was like there's no other options. So, they weren't going against the Mandalorian. They were not. They were going against other Star Wars games. Oh. <laughs> um. So I guess I said my piece, but listen to that. That's so cool. It does sound like it's inspired by 8-bit yeah. or 16-bit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're just sitting here, like, equipping your weapons. You're in a waiting room waiting for your turn. And this jam is just playing in the background. And you're like, I'll just wait for a little bit longer. Yeah, I I waited. I was like, no, I'm good. Next. Ah, dude. This. I love this game. I adored. The remake was so good. It was. It was a revelation. All right. Shall we vote? Yep. I'll vote for Final Fantasy VII, actually. I'm voting for Mandalorian. I actually am also going to vote for Final Fantasy. Oh, boy. What was yours again? <laughs> Tenet. Tenet. Mandalorian. Ted, Ted Lasso. Lasso. <sighs> you know, go with your heart, bro. Well, that's the thing, too, is, like, I really want mine to win. <laughs> but I, I told Scott on the way here, like, there was a... a the final scene, the last of the Jedi episode, where Luke shows up, spoiler alert, but this like handcrafted theme that was made just for him, the, the music makes that scene so much better. Like, yeah. it, the scene's already good. You know no, what? shut up. No, I'm You're sorry. right, I, also? I'm sorry. Because, like, the Dark Troopers? Yeah. Like, that that cool. music for the Dark Troopers? Dude. I'm changing my vote. Mandalorian. No, no, I already... <laughs> you already locked in. <laughs> you argued against your own... I picked Tenet. <laughs> um, <clears throat> wait. Okay. For real. I won't change... Listen, if you vote for me, I'll vote for Scott, and we'll tie... So then we go have, with your heart. We have another four way tie. Well, yeah, okay. So, tie. so I, I'm, I'm changing my vote. So I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it. Like, okay. So <clears throat> I was going to pick Mandalorian. In fact, I wanted Mandalorian on the list, right? Or, yeah. Uh, like just everything that we talked about. And then just reminding me of the, the last episode, the dark troopers and everything. It was just, anyway, the dark uh, troopers were dope. very, very good. And the music made the dark troopers dope. Now I will say that your argument of final fantasy um, <clears throat> your final fantasy made, uh, made me switch my vote because I was just thinking about playing the video game, just an epic video game with that music. And then the and, transition, and the te- technical about. aspects of yeah, the transition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it, it convinced me to vote for that one. Um, so I'm going to keep my vote at final fantasy. Okay. So is that two votes for final fantasy and two votes for Mando? Mm-hmm. Okay. They both win. Is that how we're doing? It? Or do we vote I for the weakest? We were, I the thought weakest? we were going oh. weakest. Okay, let's vote for weakest. I guess I'm gonna vote for the weekend for the winner again. <laughs> I don't know, maybe not. Both of us had, so okay. Well, I so, haven't heard Tenet, so I I haven't heard Ted Lasso either. I mean, listen. Should we just have a tie? I'm, I I will vote for Tenet just so Troy loses and he picks me again. Because if I vote for Jake, which is what I think is the actual weakest. Because I haven't, I haven't seen. This He's show. voted. He said, "Jake." <laughs> I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> I was going to vote for Tenet for the weakest. Ted so. Lasso is the only one I haven't heard. I don't know, like, but like the the bands, the things. Your argument was good. I, you know what? I just say we have a two way tie. Honestly, Me too. like, are we are we are we okay with two way tie? I, I'm fine. Kay. I've always been fine with the tie. 
I've always been fine with a three-way. Because, and I'm glad with this tie because honestly, it like, gay like I said, these were the two votes that I was going between, and mm-hmm. so them being tied, I'm fine with that. And All I'm right. fine with it too because that Mandalorian score was amazing. Right. Like if you're it, if you're gonna lose or tie crazy. Mandalorian, there was I've never been brought to tears over a soundtrack before, and I was twice this year. Yeah. There you go. From this one That's and that one, the Mandalorian. Okay. All right. Next. How many more topics do we have? Two more. Two. All right. We got this. This one should be quick. Yeah, we can Beca- get because this one because we can do, by by, we can do it, guys. by definition we haven't seen it. So it is movie we most wanted to see that or was delayed because have. of COVID. One of them we could have seen. Yeah. Uh, you um, know what? I'll I'll start with that one. Okay. Okay. So I wanted to pick. Uh, this was this was mine. Until yeah. I saw it. Okay, right. That was that, and that, that's the reason why it is on my list. And I no longer it, wanted to see it after I saw it. That's that's the reason why it's that's the reason why <laughs> I nominated it. That's the reason why I nominated it is is because I know how anticipated like it was an, there was anticipation for it, and then it came out and we anticipation. Like, anyway, I picked Wonder Woman eighty four. Um, Wonder Woman eighty four. There was a I felt like there was a lot of anticipation. It was like a lot of people were Did looking. Gal Gadot for, do anything good this year? Imagine. Unfortunately, I you know the first forty five minutes of Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah, uh, I mean, okay, yeah. So the first the two last act, hour and a half. Was yeah, rough. I would say the first two acts of Wonder Woman eighty four were well, the first act was great, second act was okay, third act really fell. It's really really bad, and so and it just sucks because it's like I watched the movie with my girls and my girls loved it, and I was like. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you enjoy it. Yep. Um, I've said that a lot. So I really don't, I really don't want to like dump on it too much, but I was let down. I was let down because I was, I was anticipating. I was like this first Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman was good. And you know what? Let's be frank. DC needs a win. So like, and then it just, that being said, Chris Pine. Wonderful. Oh yeah. Chris Pine is a delight. Funny story. I've heard that he's like, his character is like almost like morally wrong. Like he just like uh, yeah, hijacks a dude's body. And yeah. You'll like, have yeah. to, you'll have to watch the you're movie. Like, just, there's yeah, a, there's a lot to it. That's like, hmm. why are we okay with this? It's like, a little, why did he steal this guy's life. It's a, it's a little bit more complicated. Than yeah. It's it, more complicated. It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like soul when she, like they kill the cat, <laughs> but it's a cat. Uh, <laughs> but this is but just she some, wished it to be. This so. is some white dude in DC. So it doesn't mean whatever. <laughs> but uh, but Christopher Pine, Chris Pine. But you know so that that Wonder Woman that, so that, that scene in Wonder Woman when she saves the in the mall was dude that brought me back to like like Superman Christopher Reeve. It was really days. cool. It, it was it, it was, was really, really cool. well done. And and that sings like the sing a lot because even the first Wonder Woman still had a lot of that same Christopher Reeve Superman feel and, and then like it's just that nostalgia. So I like there was a lot that it had good, but it was also just kind of a bummer. So I just kind of felt like we had to talk about it because there is another aspect of wonder woman 84 that they did well. And that was how they released it. I think they did well because everyone knows 2020 movie theaters. If, if movie theaters are open, very limited seating movies are not going to make the money that the, the money that you'd think they would. Right. So they did this, they did this, uh, HBO max, uh, simultaneously released or whatever. And, you know, I'm sure that HBO Max got a whole lot of subscriptions. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I will. I'll be done. There we go. Wonder Woman 84. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, Popcorn Jake. Okay. So mine, the movie I picked, I picked Wonder Woman 84 as well. But then I changed it after I watched it because then I saw it. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> but uh, the movie, the movie I switched it to is a movie called Without Remorse, which is um, a Tom, it's based on a Tom Clancy book. 
Um, I got into it. I, I decided I was going to read the Tom Clancy books. And if you go in chronological order of the story, Without Remorse is the first book in the Tom Clancy I didn't know there was a movie series. for it. That's gonna. It was supposed to be released in 2020. What? They, Michael, they... Michael B. Jordan is uh, is John Clark. Yeah, dude. That that book is that book, that book is, is brutal. Did they brutal. are they done filming? Or are they? I, I'm guessing so. It was supposed to be released in 2020. Dude, <clears> I'd be really interested to see how they portray some of those. Oh, scenes. it is brutal. It is he the 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 main character. There's a lot of torture and stuff like that, and he is rough. But uh, the book, the book really hooked me into Tom Clancy, and I've read, I've read probably a dozen Tom Clancy books now, oh. just because of how hard Without Remorse hooked me. And so when I heard they were making Are it into they all a movie, John Clark books is that Tom Clancy? Yeah, no, they're all Jack Ryan books. This is like the only John Clark. There's like oh, two okay. John Clark books. Um, was, without remorse in Rainbow Six, was Splinter Cell a book series? No. no. Oh, okay. Uh, so it, take, that, it takes. Does it take characters from? I can't remember. I don't know. But without remorse and Rainbow Six are the two John Clark mm-hmm. books, and Rainbow Six is actually the next one I have to read in the series. Um, anyway, uh, <clears throat> because of how intense and how hard that hook landed on me, I was super excited for the movie to come out, and then now it hasn't, and I'm super sad. Mm. Super looking forward to it, dude. I did not I know. Too, no. That was a good sell. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, popcorn, Chris. I picked a uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. <sighs> oh man, super! And that yeah. trailer was <laughs> beautiful, phenomenal. That trailer was a religious experience to me. <laughs> I really, really like the direction that they're going in. Uh, not that like going to kids like that's safe, but it's not necessarily like a kids movie. But it's like like Egon's daughter and like finding the it almost it finding al- like the Echo One. And, it, it almost seems like going that Stranger Things route, mm-hmm. but like with Ghostbusters, yeah. kind of is well. Finn really, Wolfhard is in it, right? Yeah, Finn Wolfhard yeah. is is really uh, it, like it has that appealing aspect to it. Where, but anyway, so is that, the most likable kind of man in all the planet. Oh, Paul Rudd. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, at putting Paul Rudd in anything will make me want to see it. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Like, it, it doesn't look like they're going like a hard action, but they do have some really cool scenes in it. Like some, the, some of the set pieces, yeah, like from the plasma that. gun and the ecto one with like the the, the chair the that town. juts out. Yeah, yeah. like looks cool. Like I, I had chills cool. all over my whole body, and I've never seen the 2016 Ghostbusters. And I, I really didn't want to see it. Like, I was kind of curious about it, but it just seemed like so far from the original yep. intentionally. And then whenever anyone like criticized it, they were just like belittled. It, but then on the other spectrum, like people were belittling the movie because it was an all female cast. So the whole thing just felt gross, like on both sides. Yep. So I just like, I was like, I don't want anything to do with that. It, is, it doesn't feel like Ghostbusters. It doesn't look like Ghostbusters. Like it looked like fart jokes and like SNL, like potty humor. I was going to say something about it being SNL. And then I realized the original joke, uh, the original Ghostbusters cast was SNL as well. <laughs> was, uh, 
Uh, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, or not? Was uh, not. no, but I mean Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd, uh, and, and Bill Murray. Bill Murray. So I mean that's a good point. That, and that then Eddie Murphy was Eddie Murphy was supposed to be in it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That kind of thing. So. Yeah, that's a great point. Like that, that might have been why they did it. With, with, but I mean, did it what they did. But I mean, at the same time, you're right. Like the humor, the humor was just different. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it seemed. It looked like what was the um, bridesmaids or something mm-hmm. that, that yeah. like it seemed like that type of humor. Yeah. Which is funny, but it's not Ghostbusters, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, like when when this was, trailer was revealed, if you haven't seen the trailer, you should definitely watch it. Yeah, it looks and it's, it's awesome. makes me so sad. I'm kind of surprised they haven't released it on like a streaming service. So I I, I watched the the um, we mentioned last episode the um, the cast reunion for Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. and this it's the son. Yeah, was, Jason. Yeah, Jason Reitman. Reitman is is directing, and and he uh, he said what he's been doing all quarantine is editing Ghostbusters. Also, oh, he's doing the editing. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that, it kind of just feels like. Well, like uh, maybe letter. he's not being credited. Maybe he's not like the official editor, but he's, he's working, working on editing. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that's good. I am stoked for this movie. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, yeah especially because, and he said he's like, I've never had this much time in post mm-hmm. to be able to edit, and so he's like, oh, yeah. we, we had our, we had a final it's edit, be polished. He said it's we had a final edit, polished. and we went back and and made it better. And so, yeah, it'd be cool. Cool. Yeah, like Jason awesome. Reitman makes like good movies. Like they like uh, he has works with George Clooney a lot. Like up in the air with like really snappy writing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Like I I have a lot of hope. My expectations are high, hopefully not so yeah, high right. that I'm disappointed, yeah. but I couldn't help it because that was one of the best trailers I've ever seen. It was a great trailer. <laughs> it was a great trailer. It's an art form. No, like legit it is. Yeah. Like, I want to see Dune. I've never read the books. Yeah. I know. It's like, I might, I might pick up a 2000 page book series or however long it is. Just <laughs> from one the, trailer. From the trailer. Dune yeah. looks awesome. Yeah. Okay. So my, I'm last, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So mine is the sequel to the movie we voted as best movie in 2018. Yeah, I think so. A Quiet Place 2. Ah. Um, yes. With uh, Her Majesty Emily Blunt. Her Majesty? And uh, yes. and His Majesty. Um, I think he's in it in flashbacks, uh, John Krasinski. Is he? Because he di- spoiler alert, he died in the first one. Um <gasps> Like but but I think he, he, he's scene. he's uh, he's directing it, and I think I've seen the. Tra- I think he's in the trailer where he's in it, so maybe it's. Fl- I don't know. Is Cillian um, Murphy in it? Is that the? Yeah, the, yeah. He oh, he's I like a Cillian Kermit Murphy or something. That they find like something like that. Did you so, say so, Kermit? So the, uh, Hermit. Yeah, I, oh. said, I said Kermit. I don't know. Why I said Kermit. <laughs> Kermit the Frog. Cillian <laughs> Murphy. Hey, oh, so Murphy goes <laughs> singing about rainbows. <laughs> why are there so many? I was, got I, was, I was hoping Zillions. you wouldn't notice. But um, anyway, <laughs> so, tell, so they they leave their farm set for some reason, and, the, mm-hmm. and it's. I mean, the first one I absolutely adored. It was oh, like, dude, it was my kind of scary movie. One of the perfect. one of the, one of the craziest, wildest, maybe the the most unique monster movies. Uh, no, like movie theater experience. Movie oh, theater oh, experiences right, right. I've ever had. I, I watched that one. I alone. wouldn't eat popcorn. Yeah. Because I got a, I got a box of candies and I wouldn't I was like dumping them out and I like I could feel the entire theater looking at me. And so <laughs> I, I heard all about that. So I, when I went, I didn't buy anything. To- <laughs> it was a, it was one of the cr- wildest theater experiences yeah. I've ever had. It was awesome. 
Um, and and I'm hoping they can recapture the magic with the second one. I'm kind of apprehensive, to be honest. I know it feels like it doesn't need one. It, me too. It, everyone's it, always like, I feel like we did a good job, but if we found the right script and then they do it anyway, yeah. I'm like, so did you find the right script? Like, yeah. and then it comes down and it's like, you didn't find the right script. I know. <laughs> you found the right check. Yeah, exactly. you found yeah. the right paycheck. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's yeah. kind of what it feels like, but I don't know. It it, it could be pretty good. Um, I, but but like you're saying, I mean, the you, usually usually when there's a sequel, just because of success, not because it was written to be a, to have the sequel, mm-hmm. it it doesn't always land. But sometimes it does. So I'm I'm uh, I'm cautiously optimistic. Toy Story did it. I know four times. Simpsons did it. <laughs> Simpsons at it. <laughs> Actually, quoting, they haven't. I'm quote, still waiting for that sequel. The quote, Simpsons quoting movie. quoting South Park. This is yeah. just you know. Anyway, Simpsons has done everything. Um, okay, right, I vote for Ghostbusters. I vote that's, for Ghostbusters. I vote for Without Remorse. I vote for literally what you were just talking about. Quiet Place. Quiet, Quiet Place. Quiet Place. Quiet place Ghostbusters yeah. wins. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. All right. The main this event. Last one. The main event. Is this the one where we vote for a loser, or are we just gonna vote? <laughs> I say we just do what we've been doing. Right, we, don't, we, don't, we don't need to take right. away Scott. We only do that if it's a tie. The last one. All right. Thing of the year. Dun, dun, that dun, wasn't dun. coronavirus. Thing. Not not movie. Not game. Not TV show. Not book. Not not nothing. book. All of all the of above. it. Because like no, movies, if it was a thing, no movies really came out. If it was a thing, and in 2020, then it is eligible. The best movie I saw in the theaters in 2020 was Batman Begins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jaws. That, that's pretty funny. Uh, and then Jurassic I was like, Park twice. I like overanalyzed the script of Batman Begins, and I was like, this is not a good script. It, like, yeah. Rachel, I haven't seen you in 20 years, and she's like, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not who I am. <laughs> It's how, what you do on the inside that yes. counts. And I was like, Dude, people don't talk like this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce? Anyway. <laughs> thing, thing. So who goes first? Who went last? Scott. Yeah. Scott did. Did I? All right. Oh, yeah. You choose or you popcorn? I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go. I chose Mandalorian. Uh, Excuse me. I hiccuped. Did you choose Mandalorian? I chose Mandalorian. Oh, okay. It's It's hard not to pick that one because like... I'm sorry. I'm just I hijacked. Dude, dude the, it's the the Let moment. Start. It, it, it's it, it, well. I want to say it's the moment. Um. That that Luke comes back and and that 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 build up in that episode, but it's so much more. It's the it, it's the build up throughout the whole season. Um. It's every episode. It, I mean, it's it's I mean, introducing the, Ahsoka, the dark. The, the Ahsoka episode uh, was oh. a freaking samurai movie. Dude, the then, Ahsoka episode. But then the first episode of the series was a great dragon. Was, with the great dragon yes. was a, was you know a like spaghetti too, western. Like, and Ahsoka then, came back and she kicked ass and we're like, man, they can't top that. And then Boba Fett came back yes. and kicked ass. And, and, and I'm like, and dad bought Boba Fett <laughs> with his with his forget me stick. Yes. <laughs> Dude, you stole my joke. <laughs> <Chris's> joke. <laughs> um, Payback for the podcast. But, but, but legitimately, the, the Ahsoka Jake gets, his, joke. Jake gets his, his payback. The uh, the Ahsoka episode is what inspired me to watch Clone Wars. Well, no, inspired me to watch episode one and then all the way through with Clone Wars. Um, and I and because of that, like 
I'm so glad it opened up this whole new world of, so, of Star Wars lore. There's an element of the Mandalorian that I want to talk about in terms of it being the thing of 2020. Okay. <laughs> I just, I just looked at this up. Season one premiered on November 12th. Also, mind you, this was Disney doing something a little bit unconventional when it came to streaming <coughs> and releasing the episodes a week. I'm at a time. so glad they do this. I am too. And, and you know what? Other streaming services have, has followed suit. Uh, Amazon Prime did that with the boys. Well, well I, I think two. they're, I think we're going to see that more and more. I think so. Not, not just because it keeps fans engaged it keeps people from binging and close and and uh closing it, the service. it works canceling. for a lot of shows but like wandavision isn't one of them we so, need to put all those out yeah so chris, chris said it already with community it's the it's the uh the water, water cooler, cooler talk yeah 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 we we we, we you what i mean we it, have it's what we, we have a separate we have a separate chat room with other friends in it mm-hmm. that we talk about mando stuff and it's like the exact same people it's dedicated for mandalorian because because we watch it and then we sit and and talk about it for a week just which is how tv shows used to be and just it's like how, we had it, one with game of thrones it, we did yeah. it, and when you guys start cobra kai we'll do it there. yes we'll we will it. yeah it, so what I wanted to what I want to mention about it being the thing of 2020 is it came out in you get him to make your argument for you. It came out in uh, sorry he it, did you did it for him for music. It came out in on mid November 2019, right? And I don't know if you guys remember this, like or well, I don't know if how you guys felt, but like when when all this COVID stuff started hitting. Oh, I hated it, and then. Such an ass, and then and then like everything started getting postponed, and every everything started getting pushed back, and and theaters and sporting events and everything started closing, and all of a sudden we were on a complete lockdown, and it was just like one of my first thoughts was, how is the Mandalorian going to be affected in all this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember having the same thought, like. Yeah, like, and really hope like, that we can still well, get Mando. And, and it was a lot of these, a, so a lot of these shows too. I felt the same way about what we do in the shadows. Anyway, it's like all, and righteous gemstones and stuff that still hasn't even come felt back that way yet. About Ghostbusters, but, but yet because that was a thing is that like Mandalorian hadn't even start the second season hadn't even started filming yet, and yet I don't know how they did it, but they were able to get a season two like written, filmed, and released in 2020. Like that's a, a, a like covid 2020 mm-hmm. that's a pretty big feat if you ask me and so like that's part of my reason that's why quite I'm a like, thing yeah that like that's that's my reason like i said i'm they making built, you, like a technology to do it too I'm, yeah yeah oh yeah we haven't talked about that i'm the make, replacement for green screen I'm, I'm making your argument for you i know that but like as far as it being the thing of 2020 like yeah and then of course the release of season two and and all of the all of the, everything behind that with ahsoka and luke and everything that just kind of went into that is it was still great there, there was but, there was at least one stinker of an episode but but it was actually kind of, it was fun if you if you let yourself enjoy it i liked it, it was the, 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 the egg alien. one the, the egg one yeah oh, that one was funny that one, like, that was well, i hated how it, how it concluded like with the the x-wing pilots come and save the day i don't know oh sure it was kind of stupid, but, but like, but that was my biggest gripe is that like Mando wasn't a badass this season. He he was like one or twice. Yeah. No, but I, yeah. dude, guys, I remember like when Disney made the announcement and they were like, "Yeah, we're still going to have a Mandalorian season two this year, and it's going to be released, I think, in October, or November." <laughs> it was like that sense of relief, like, "Oh, we're going to finally have something back to normal in 2020." Dude, and was so and nice. then and then Bill Burr. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah, he's yeah. so Revelation. good. Revelation, and it's he funny because because awesome. he's he's. Uh, uh, known for disliking Star Wars. Yeah, and and, Fe- like, and Favreau brought him on kind of because wh- of that. Yeah, just like convert him. Yeah, well, well, not only convert him, but he knew that that would be he would get 
anyone that's a Bill Burr fan would watch Mandalorian. It was like instant. It also plays into his character. It does. Being like a jaded ass. Yep. It was funny. I was Why watching. I, like him so I was watching on his uh, Bill Burt uh, co- uh, podcast. Podcast. Speaking of comedian podcasts, um, <clears throat> and he, he was telling Burt Kreischer that he hasn't even watched it yet. <laughs> he doesn't even know. Yeah. Anyway. It's good stuff. Um, I, I bet he has, but he just likes saying that. Yeah, I, I, I kind of get the feeling he might be a. He, like, he a, likes playing like a, a grandpa. All right. Oh, um, popcorn. Jake. Okay. Switcheroo. <laughs> uh, I picked the video game Ghost of Tsushima. Um, a video game? We, that's the second time. That, that's, about a that's, cr- that's Chris's territory. Uh, that's weird. How dare you? His so, toes are being stepped on. So <laughs> Weird. Get so, off. Figuratively. Ghost of Tsushima is a <clears throat> video game about... That takes place in feudal Japan with samurai. And you are a samurai that uh, is fighting off the invading uh, Mongols. And the the guy who's invading is the nephew of Genghis Khan. Uh, and so then you have to – and samurai are all about their honor and and how honorable you can be. And it gets to the point where you have to choose if you're going to continue the code of the samurai honorable way, or if you're going to go more ninja. Where you, is that what it's? Yeah, where you can where you can do uh, s- sneaky and sneak up on people and assassinate people, which is very dishonorable. And you can build um, up different skill trees. You can build build up all these different skill trees. And um, <clears throat> but what really <clears throat> It's an open world game, uh, and and it's and the the fight mechanics in it are very fun. The open world is very good, but what really really blew me away with the game was the game design. It wasn't the foxes. Uh, the foxes. That's my, that's my I, kid's favorite part. I pet all of the foxes. Yeah, yeah see, every if I if I don't pet the fox, it's like I just like killed it <laughs> um i like pulling out bows and aiming them at animals in games so my kids are like what are you doing <laughs> Stop! and then you shoot it and it doesn't nothing like, like, oh, like, doesn't matter. like there's a little girl playing i'll pull out my bow <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, this one you can't shoot the deer though the, the game design in this they were like okay so instead of having like a map in your in your hud or or like setting a, a waypoint, at the top or like or setting a waypoint and having a compass up above, so you up just above stare your at the character. Mini-map. So you just stare at the mini map. Or you, they said we want people to look at the at the world we built, and so you set your waypoint in your map, and then when you come back to the thing, the wind blows towards your waypoint. So you know if you're going the right direction, if you're going the way in which the wind is blowing. So you will look at the grass on the ground or the leaves falling through the air or stuff like that. Or like the, the beautiful vista of like of like the, the orange trees behind. Go in the uh, direction the bird is going. A, a grassy knoll and in front of that is this, this huge like waving flowers. It's like it's just knoll. beautiful. It is absolutely one of the most and all gorgeous the part, games. The, the particle stuff in the air is the, just the like, particle effects oh, are amazing um this game more than any other i stopped and took pictures yeah absolutely it was it was absolutely gorgeous um 
And so just the idea that like, they were like, Oh no, we want you to look at our, at our beautiful game. So that's, we're going to force you to look at the beautiful game in order to know where you're going. Right. You're going to like it. And and then when you, and then when you have your, you make your decision between the Shinobi and the, and the samurai, um, the more you pick the dishonorable Shinobi path, Mm -hmm. the worse the weather gets in general. So you so there's not like, uh, there's not like a, a, a meter that shows like, Oh, you're, you're good or you're bad. It's whether or not it's like overcast or cloudy or, or if it's sunny outside, like it determines it based on that kind of thing. And so there's so much that goes, but then if you want it to be, sunny outside you play your flute and you can you 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 pull your flute out and you say okay i want to i want so you play this the 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 good weather song on your flute sounds so zelda dude Dude, it's very zelda (laughs) it is it is so the game design in it was so brilliant and then the story behind it like chasing down the 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 mongols and and your uncle is the leader of the island and so you're trying to like your honor is tied to his honor and and, and then vice versa. It, vice versa and then the other samurai from the mainland come and they try and help and there's just so much that goes Dude, and then the, there's the government of and politics of feudal japan that you get in that moment, was super interesting the, the, the biggest moment for me in that game so far i haven't finished it is fighting one of the mongols the, the um a boss fight against one of the main mongol guys and it's like the tuvan throat scene oh every fact, like, like the boss musics like now i'm thinking about that like man that's a good soundtrack the or throat good the throat sport. singing yeah the throat so singing cool. it's like because you know that's a, Mon- a mongolian tradition and yeah. it's like oh it, and it's I was so kind of badass expecting to see that on your soundtrack because i've heard the soundtrack for that's banging it's, it's really a really it's good. a really good soundtrack a, a score whatever you want to say and yeah. that uh so and I platinumed the game, and it's the first game I've ever platinumed. And so I was like, well, if there's a first like that, I guess I have to pick yeah, it for my thing of point. the year. So um, Ghost of Tsushima video game, my thing of the year. That's dang good. Popcorn Troy. Explain yourself. I explain myself. So I was thinking of thing of the year, and These I, was, villains. I was thinking uh, besides obviously COVID and besides the election, what what did people talk about probably the most? <laughs> and I so I picked Tiger King. You're um, not wrong. Not necessarily because I enjoyed it or Cultur- I liked it or it I thought it was good. But I mean, you have explosion. everybody was talking about Carol Baskin. She was even on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, like was Carol, she really? Yeah, Dude, she's yeah. made a career yeah. out of being and just just the hated being Carol Baskin. Like just that name. If you haven't heard Carol Baskin, like where have you been? Carol and then Baskin. even Joe Exotic. That and then like and then like um, you know what pisses me off about the show was all the idiots that dress like Joe Exotic on Halloween. I was just about to say that all of the all of no no you're fine like all of the people who dressed like there were a lot of you know you know you saw a lot of star wars and you saw a lot of uh you know uh mandalorian and and baby yodas and stuff or just yodas leo was a baby yoda but uh and which is great but like you also i saw a lot a lot of um tiger king costumes joe exotic and carol bash yeah and 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 like yeah Anyway, so we did a whole episode on Tiger King, right, by the way. Did. Go back and look, watch yeah, that. We did. You can watch you can it on watch YouTube. It. You can. My wife is on there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> she for a long time. She's wanted to show up and say something, and then she like she sat down, and I was like, she's not going anywhere. Well, well the episode <laughs> idea was hers, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. She was, she even said before it exploded, she was like, guys, you need to watch this. this she is did. The next big thing. That was the episode. She is a we- weather woman for Netflix like popularity. That was that was actually that episode was her idea. So mm-hmm. shout out to to Kylie on that Kylie. one. But hey, babe. That but, uh, uh, hey, babe. that show hey, was like it was everybody's talking about it. Everybody. It, but was talking but about seriously, it. that show was one where every episode I thought that you can't get crazier. That's that's the craziest shit I will ever yeah. hear in my life. And then the next episode happens, and I was like, "What the hell is happening right now?" Now that's the craziest shit I'll ever hear in my life. And then it, and then every episode was that for seven episodes. It was insane. Yeah, it was the wildest story. So it's it's not that it was necessarily my pick for 2020, but I think it is the pick for thing of 2020 is aside from COVID, aside from everything shutting down, aside from the election, uh, everybody's talking about Tiger King. Yeah. And I will fight you on that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chris. Um, all right. I need to set the stage here because this is an uphill battle for me. Uh, this year was <laughs> this year was rough. It was rough for a lot of people. Right. I'm not saying I'm special. So I too watched Tiger King. I too watched Mandalorian and I loved it. Right. I loved it. And I too played Final Fantasy seven remake and loved every second of it. And I feel, I felt the same things that everyone else here in this room had felt. And I am still picking Cobra Kai (laughs) as my thing of the year. And I'm not saying that to say you guys are wrong. What I'm just saying is that show resonated with me so much for some reason. And, and, and like the rest for the, of for the record, I did pick Ghost of Tsushima because I wanted to say you're wrong. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, I haven't played Ghost of Tsushima, but <laughs> I really, really want to. Yeah. So like, yeah, I, I wish that I, I don't know. I, I, I chose different games to spend money sure, on. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, so even with all that being said, this show is like super special to me right now. Um it's a perfect mix of nostalgia from when I was young, like the 80s, like 80s is when I was born. Um I just re-experiencing the show like with my kids, but then also watching new karate kids like the like Hawk and Miguel, Robbie, uh Samantha all these new characters that come in that you like genuinely care about. And they somehow took these like one dimensional eighties characters, like the bully, the new kid, the cheerleader, and just gave them so much nuance. It's like, you didn't even think or know that these characters deserved to get this kind of treatment, but they did. There's just so much more to explore and it's super exciting to, I, like I rewatched the show multiple times. I'm like, I finished it in three days and I'm like, I wish I didn't do that because now I have to wait another year <laughs> for the next one. Well, and the whole thing is like the idea of flipping the script is like, it, mm-hmm. it does a lot in the show. Like you have like these kids, the very first like few episodes, you have <coughs> these kids talking about like how they want to talk to the pretty girls. Or they, how they want to, you know, they even just be noticed by these, by these pretty girls. Mm-hmm. And, and then like, then you go like fast forward, like a few seasons later and they're dating these pretty girls just because the, the script has been flipped. You know what I mean? And it's just like, even the one that you think like would never, ever he's sitting in the <laughs> hall making out with one of them. And it's like, okay, all right. This it, is, it's cool to watch the, the, the story progression. It's cool to like, there's not a character in the show that you don't, 
care about, I yeah. guess. And not even care about, but like you're invested. Yeah. E- even like the main villain, you're like, this is why he's this way. And he even the main villain does this scene where there's a girl that's like getting sexually uh, harassed by a landlord and he was going to break the guy's finger. Mm-hmm. So you're like, wow, that's that's redeeming. And you're mm-hmm. like, but you see why this this person is this way. Yeah. So there is no, like you said, good guy and bad guy. There's there's perspective. All, all you could ever see is things from their perspective. And it's although you can make the argument about that person actually being a bad guy. I mean, def- he's definitely the antagonist. I mean, but. also kind of a dick. <laughs> but, I, but I also like him. But I don't know. I mean, he's uh, a good character. Yeah, he's a good character. So, yeah, they they tease. And especially if you watch the first three movies or even like the Hillary Swank spinoff with the, that Miyagi. I've actually in. heard they might bring her yeah, in. Yeah, I've heard that. Too. And I actually like the idea behind that it. There was a yeah. Hillary Swank. I actually like the idea behind it. I do, too. As far as like as far as her coming in and being another. Yeah. Another Miyagi. Yeah. Do student. Uh, that, that's yeah. another another student underneath me. Anyway. But like it's just it's just so cool how they take these like random characters from these movies. They they find them somehow. Like they yeah. find them and they convince them. And yeah, like I, the people that made the show made like Hot Tub Time Machine. Like they so when they pulled like the actor William Zabka to, to that did Johnny. And he was like, I thought they were going to pitch Hot Tub Time Machine two or three or whatever. But then they like laid out this like game plan like this like D and D story with these characters moving around and their motivations and how they'll flip sides. And he's like, I when when did these guys write this? Like, how did they perfectly um, encapsulate karate kid and put it into the 2020s and just make everyone happy. It really sounds like a a real passion piece for the, for the creators. Yeah. And, and they got everyone from the original back and it's like, like I, I like Karate Kid, but I was never like passionate about it. But then watching these guys have passion for it, you can just feel it. Yeah, and then you realize how much you loved Karate Kid. Yeah, just like every every character. Yeah, you know, even is. when they're just catching flies with chopsticks. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I I adore Cobra Kai, absolutely. Yep. Right on. Shall we vote? Man, that's a good list, though. I mean. Tiger King, Mandalorian, Ghost of Tsushima, Cobra Kai. That's a pretty good list. So, yeah, let's vote on it. All right. Here we go. I feel like mentally exhausted I know, after right? saying all that. Yeah. Oh, boy. I I have to vote Mandalorian. I mean. It's it's Mandalorian for me. I, I, votes, I vote for Ghost of Tsushima. I made Scott's argument. Honestly, nothing. Nothing. Uh made me feel emotions like Mandalorian did. I mean, Mandalorian won, but what's your, what's your Mandalorian? Yeah. Out of those. So, okay. I do have to say something about Cobra Kai and I didn't want to say this from the beginning because I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want on your parade. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't vote for Cobra Kai basically at all Mm -hmm. because Cobra Kai came out in January. It wasn't a 2020 thing. No, I'm talking about, I, I said this from the beginning, like sure. the first two seasons were put on Netflix. Sure. And that's what I watched this. Okay. Year. All right. But, but that's the thing. Okay. Not like in, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is... I'll give you that. I'll give you that. 
that like has... I didn't have a lot of options this year, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> you had all of the options. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, um, and and that was kind of my thought process because season one and season two came out in like 2017, 2018, right? Mm-hmm. And then 2003 came out in 2021, and so it was just like there was a lot of anyway, mm-hmm. that. And so, but yeah, I didn't watch Cobra Kai until this year, so I get that that aspect too. In fact, I wanted to. I almost put on there the trial of the Chicago Seven because that came out this year, like in well, I don't know May, mm-hmm. and that's a damn good movie. And I almost put that on there, but I just didn't feel that strongly yeah. about it as I did as, as Cobra Kai. And, right. and I mean, Cobra Kai. Honestly, you guys need to watch it. And we just need to have an episode on Cobra Kai. Sure. Like we've talked a lot about it, but there is still so much talk. Like spoilers galore. Let's just talk about it, and even just go watch the old movies. Like. Let's let's schedule a Cobra sure. Kai episode. It, on, yeah. Like it's made it's me so, so happy to go back and like watch these movies again. Yeah. And like not, now I need to w- find Karate Kid three somehow. Yeah. Because they're teasing the main villain of Karate Kid three will oh, be geez. coming back. And he was such a like ass. He was so <laughs> he was like so evil. He was obviously <laughs> the worst the worst character in all of Karate Kid. But like bring, even bringing him back would just be so like I don't know it'd be funny like. Yeah. Right on. There you go. Well, cool. We did it. We got our, we got our, uh, our, uh, eventually, our but we got it. Awards in. You want to, Scott, you want to go, go over the, uh, what we did this, uh, should we, should we go the, over the, the final list? Yeah. The whole the, list. The, the whole list. All right. So let, hold on okay. real quick. I just want to point out that the real winner of the Cold Bowl Awards was Scott. Scott won all of them. Like every, like every single one is just basically like hmm, Mandalorian, Mandalorian, Mandalorian. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but but really, like they were good picks. And well, so, no, I only chose Mandalorian twice. I'm just I'm just messing with it. But like I was going through the list, and I was like, oh yeah, oh, three times. Scott sorry. won basically all of them except for like I counted. I won like seven, four, out of the fourteen. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah. Scott, Scott, Scott Scott made good picks. Scott won. Was... Scott won the Cold Bow Awards. So congratulations! Here's your trophy. <laughs> okay. Um so this is uh, starting from the first one of last week is the most cringy celeb PSA is Madonna. The rose petal butt cheeks. Rose petal <laughs> Still butt think cheeks. it was imagined rose petal pasties. Um, best show you binge watched while quarantining was Cobra Kai. A terrible show you watched while quarantining was love is blind. Let's see. Man crush is Matt Cutchell. A uh, woman crush is Anya Taylor Joy. Um, villain of the year is Golden State Killer. Hero of the year is Favreau and Filoni. And then, starting for today's episode, <coughs> best cast reunion is Community Table Read. Uh, best celeb podcast project that started this year is Some Good News with John Krasinski. Um, favorite famous person who was canceled is Chris Pratt. Let's see. And then a thing you started this year that you're way late on and should have started years ago is Clone Wars. Best musical score from anything is a tie between Final Fantasy VII Remake and The Mandalorian. Movie we most wanted to see that was delayed because of COVID, Ghostbusters Afterlife. And finally, the thing of the year is The Mandalorian. 
That's Super exciting. Award. That was a that was, guys. Long episodes, awesome. but totally worth it. Yeah, plus four guys, four it's, plus hours. It's of- it's been about a year. We've had a lot to go. Like it's it's been um, you know. Yeah. So if you're still with us, audience members, thank you. But yeah, thanks for yeah. listening. It's been awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm so happy to be back and recording again. I can't mm-hmm. wait to get back and get more episodes in the can and out on the interwebs absolutely it's gonna be great I, we tried honestly i think we tried like five times in 2020 to get back we were talking about a stephen king episode we were doing we had all these plans to get back in 2020 and just just kept everything happening. fell apart it just, was so just wild. numbers anyway it was it was crazy like but anyway glad we'd be back glad to be back good to be back glad you could listen to us <laughs> glad you could hear me glad you it is your pleasure <laughs> you can hear us right now it is what it is uh, it, sound of my it voice. was what it is <laughs> um, it was what it is if how do we you, always come up with the stupidest inside jokes like <laughs> um it's like, it's like only loosely a joke anyway it, it's it's a barely even, joke get it it's, anymore. A, it's a it's a joke that comes from doing this for four hours <laughs> it really was being punch drunk um but uh yeah thank you for listening to us uh remember if you liked it and you thought that uh if you think that you can uh, spare uh a galactic credit or two head on over to uh to patreon let us know uh i think it's patreon.com backslash cold bow or is it cold bow podcast I think it's called Bo Podcast. Um, we also accept um, all Valley State Karate Championship uh, trophies. <laughs> trophies. <laughs> we're just talking um, currency here. Like. <laughs> if we're talking currency, um, that we will also take colors. We'll take <laughs> karate geese. <laughs> we'll take British pounds if you have them. Um, I, no, I will take that. Yes. Uh, not euros. We won't take euros um, unless it's the sandwich. Unless it's a sandwich. If you pay us in. Euros. I will. I'm per- all for it. I will personally take a signed picture of Mr. Miyagi. It has to be signed, though. Like, don't even, don't even bother with the other stuff. Do you want Pat Morita to sign Mr. Miyagi, or do you want Pat Morita to sign Pat Morita? Why not both? I mean, <laughs> porque no los dos? Uh, You're like, no, sir. I wanted you to put your real name. <laughs> Honestly, if it's signed in Japanese, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Anyway. Did, you, did you know he was a stand-up comedian? No. Yeah, like before Happy Days and everything. Oh, jeez. Stand-up comedy. He sounds nothing like Miyagi. Really? I need to check that out. <clears throat> the end of this podcast has really gotten off the rails. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you all. We love you. We can't wait to see you next week. Hopefully, we'll be there. Mm-hmm. Thanks. And remember, Cobra Kai never dies. Cobra Kai hit first, hit fast, no mercy. Bye. 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 Adios. Bye. Bye.